Let's go. We're back, bitches. Welcome to Binge Town TV. This is Kathleen here with Kyle, Luke, and Jimmy. And after a long two-week hiatus from the hundred, we're hyped to discuss season seven, episode ten, titled "A Little Sacrifice." And woo, that sacrifice did not feel little. Am mm. I right? Great episode. I thought it was awesome. Amazing episode. Give us the stats, Jimmy. All right. So, like always, we pulled the fans via our Binge Town TV Twitter account, and we had three options. Loved it for the episode, 50%, pretty good, 32%, and could have been better, 18%. I'm thinking the could have been better people are the people that were a little upset about the sacrifice. Yeah, there's there some haters. I mean, I definitely have some things I want to talk about. I thought, Echo, I but, thought most of it landed. They yeah. cleaned up a lot of plot holes like that have been like season long. We'll get into that too. And, um, you know, it definitely crushed a lot of theories real quick, like in the first couple scenes. But overall, it was a great episode. There was one or two big things that happened that I wasn't, you know, fully invested in. But for the most part, it was awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's nice they're kind of confirming and fleshing out things that we've discussed throughout the season on the podcast so it's kind of cool to watch that happen in real time i'm not gonna lie this was the first time i felt that this was a series ending season like the stakes are high now i'm Mm -hmm. finally feeling sad like after that death we haven't had a a big death in a while and i was like oh like what's the last one abby maybe and at the end of yeah i would say abby probably uh yeah uh, yeah, but even that, I'm like, okay, fine. Like, yeah, <laughs> what are you talking be- about, bro? Hatch. No, I mean, like, oh, a Hatch big was, character. Was, and no, no, Whoa, what is big. that supposed to mean? I'm just Love playing. you, Chad. Just but playing. I just mean, like, I'm finally feeling the stakes here. And you know what? After having Clark in this episode, I'm finally feeling like, wow, maybe I have been missing Clark a lot. Yeah. I don't need Bob and Eliza. I just need one of them. So mm. as long as Clark's here for the... Okay. Yeah, and as I'm going through my rewatch, like if you look at all the episode descriptions, pretty much every single thing up until this season says like Clark something, Bellamy something. It's always those two. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see like what it is like without them. You know, like it, it's just I I'm ready for Bellamy next episode. Honestly, I yeah. think it's an episode too late, maybe two, but I don't know. We got to take what we can get. Mm-hmm. We have five episodes of Bob. So so before we start, I just recently last week the it was San Diego Comic Con at home, obviously because of COVID, and the hundred had a panel. It had a bunch of good people, Jason Rothenberg and the cast. And I want to say that Jason shouted out Tazia, Echo, and Shelby Hope for really stepping up. In they didn't say the absence right. of Bob and Eliza, but he's like. We had some changes that happened right in the beginning of season seven, and these two friggin' stepped up. I so interesting to me because what would this season have been like? And Shelby said it herself. She's like, because they they talked to her because this is her first job yeah. out of school, which is insane. Yeah, oh, really? Is I was gonna say first her job, first season and she's on the like, show. I mean, it was crazy because, like Jason said, it all changed right in the beginning, and it, it's worth the watch. So it's fifty minutes. They they get a lot of um old cast members who died. Pike, Josephine, Rowan, Wells, Monty, Harper, Alexa, all of them come back to a little. No Finn? No Finn. Yeah. Notably no Finn, no Lincoln, and no. Well, we know why Jasper. no Lincoln. And no Jasper. Yeah, they all had issues. Yeah, with there's yeah. issues. Jason, right? Bellamy, or Bob and Eliza had like a two-second little, hey. And at the end, it was so cute. At the end of everyone's shout-out, they're like, may we meet again? And I was mm. like, no. Damn. My heart, my soul. But yeah, what, a couple more things I liked. One of the questions was, would you what did you take and i liked raven so Lindsay took her leg brace and the bomber jacket notably iconic iconic one of the fan questions was since everyone usually dies on the show as actors were you worried 
And Murphy, so uh, Richard Harmon tells the story that at the end of season one finale, he was supposed to shoot in like a few hours, but R- Jason called him down to come meet up with him. And Murphy's like, I'm getting killed off. <laughs> and then, and then he goes, but that's actually, instead he asked me to be a series regular and, he oh, goes, yeah. and I cried. I was uh, like, that's wow. so cute. It that's was a really awesome. cute moment. But anyway, I, there's a bunch of other cool stuff. So everyone just watch it. It's on YouTube. That's a really interesting point that you make about Echo and Hope. I'd be curious to see like up until this point and then maybe at the end of the season, the like total screen time for each character. Because now that you say that, they might be the top two. They literally yeah. are. Yeah. Definitely Hope, I would guess. That's crazy. All of them. I mean, Bardo's storyline is everything this season. And it's those those three, Octavia... Dioza, not even. Dioza was gone for a long time. Yeah. Anyway, you ready to hop into the episode? Let's do it. Yeah, we're going to start off on the Sanctum storyline um, post Shade Hater's Massacre, right? Yeah, so we open with the massacre. Murphy and Amori are tending to the faithful. Um, they're freaking the fuck out. And then Indra comes in and is like, where is Shade Hater? She's like, oh, I'm sorry. That was a bad plan, guys. <laughs> yeah, come on. That's so dumb, so dumb, but whatever. We're not, I'm not going to hold it against her, but she, she knows right away that the reason Shade Hate is not there is he used the escape route that they, um, the secret passage that he had been brought up a couple times uh, this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they want to get to Shade Hata before he gets to one crew, which is, spoiler alert, it's too late. Murphy literally says that. He's like, too late. <laughs> yeah, because our boy, not our boy, I'm sorry, Knight is there. Yeah, so. And Maddie. Yeah, what well, that's, that's leads us into the next scene, yeah. but. Yeah, so Shade Hate is going after Maddie, which is an intense scene. I mean, God, J.R. Bourne does not care. Yeah. She's a little girl. First of all, what is Maddie doing alone in the dark? And, okay, she's not alone, but at she doesn't have any friends enough. with her. She's just like at the bar by herself with yeah. some randos in the saloon. The all the lights are off. Well, she's got Picasso. Don't worry about okay, it. Yeah. Is that the dog's name? Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot about the dog because I remember we made a big deal about it in the first episode yeah. when Kathleen was just like, this is the happy family. We even got a dog on the farm or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, true. Exactly. I completely forgot about the dog. Maddie's definitely going to need another uh, appointment with Dr. Therapist Jackson. Oh, my, my gosh. gosh. Was he in this episode? No. No, and that's why we'll get to it, but later in the episode, Amori's wearing his doctor jacket, and, everyone, and people were like, why isn't he helping? Where hmm. is he? Budget. Just realized. I didn't, that's weird. But um, but anyway, so when so one of the things I noticed right away is when – Shade Hata is walking into the room and he sees Maddie there and he starts, you know, t- uh, what's what's the language? Yeah, yeah. I finally learned how to say it. This is the first time we ever hear Maddie's full, you know, grounder name. Right. Um, I'm gonna probably butcher it, but it was Maddie Luada Com Clearon crew. Yeah, sounds good to me. That works. Have we ever met anyone else from that crew? Like that? No, they're literally all dead from yeah. the. She's the only one to survive the prime fire. I meant like early in there. No. Like it was never even mentioned. Which we right? could have, but yeah. I mean, I don't think I even knew what saying get a crew was. Yeah, but I'm yeah. sure we would have met somebody. Left so, the people from the the valley, right? Yes. So Shade Hayda knows better than to kill Maddie, even though he's like, I would love to shed your blood. Like I'd I would like love. To see you bleed. Yeah, I would like to see you bleed. Um, he knows it'll just worsen his position with Indra, and he says. 
he's intimidating her and he's pushing her up get with his bloody hands full of faithful blood just on her cheeks she's so scared and he goes dude refuse to kneel and i'll slice open the chest of every person you love and feed their hearts to your dog <laughs> picasso Picasso pulls a leo leonardo dicaprio and django and he just kind of just rubs the <laughs> yeah. blood all over her face i thought it was awesome yeah because like, it's jr born like he does everything of course in a crazy good way mm -hmm. and their whole plan to keep maddie sheltered kind of backfires because she is not prepared for Russ Hader to walk into this room right. right now. I mean, and, she doesn't even know she yeah. Hader exists. Yeah, because she says, Russell. like, Russell? Yeah. And he's like, what does he say? Oh, yeah. He says, Russell stayed down. I done fragged him up on a Figata. <laughs> which is obviously Trigata slang for Russell's dead. I killed him in the mind space. Yeah. <laughs> but then she's like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. Yeah. Can I say something? I don't know that they know what to do with Maddie. They I think at this point they are really – oh, Are you saying the writers or, like, Injuring Squad? Both? Okay, yeah. I just think, I mean, truly, like, what do you do with her? She's not the commander, and she's she's a threat, but it's also, like, she, is she? I think they have an end point for her, and they right. just don't know how to get there, so it's feeling okay, awkward. Like but it's totally, because, like, you know, she could matter, you know, she could be the test, but I doubt it. The we'll drawings get bit, oh, have God. to mean something. The drawings yes. that she's doing. Yes, from her she's memories. gonna have some sort of knowledge that brings us closer to the end game, but it's like okay. Yeah, because the draw. I mean, the 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 key's actually gone, so we know that there's no way to actually activate Judgment Day, right? Or I so guess so. We know that the key is fried, right? So I really do think it's gonna have to be something with Maddie's memories yeah. or something to figure out how to exactly. Start. I think they knew that, so they sprinkled in a couple scenes throughout the season and kind of threw her to the side whenever they're not doing that and yeah now it's it's gonna i think she's gonna have she's gonna be a main part of every se episode going forward right yeah. i agree because it feels like what is the point of her story like what are we learning from her what is With, she like right without clark she, yeah exactly the whole point of her now is is to give her a real life as a child and clark's not even there to enforce that and really daddy murphy you know he's uh daddy taking murphy. care of her but uh like injure murphy they're all like trying to shelter her but you know, without Clark being there to be like the mom, quote unquote, you know, what is her point until exactly. it gets to the Maddie real works, point? Maddie works best as a um, pressure point for Clark. Right. So it's not even like herself being a character. It's Agreed. more just how she affects how Clark reacts to other people. So it is it's weird because this is the only season that she's ever not been attached at the hip with Clark since we've met her. This um, might have something to do, honestly, with what the comic-con thing with that they made the changes earlier in the season with them not being in it as much yeah. and clark's not in it as much she's not on sanctum so what do you do with maddie yeah exactly right a lot of the characters i've been questioning why aren't they looking for the ones they love why aren't they mentioning that they're not with the ones they love nobody's saying bellamy's name nobody clark isn't worried about maddie right now yeah she right. had when's the last time clark even said maddie's name it's exactly. just the time dilation makes everything confusing like there's just so many times where we're, i'm wondering like why the hell is someone not upset or missing this person? It's like, oh, wait, it's been like two hours for them in real life, yeah. you know, or in their time. Yeah, I so, don't even like, know if they've been on Sanctum for more than like two weeks, yeah. including all of last season, you know? Like, it's mm -hmm. been such a short timeline. Indra should still be where wondering where Gaia is, though. Well, she says it, at least. Yeah. She, but, yeah, she should be like... Okay. She assumes Gaia is wherever the rest of them are, because yeah. they sent the search party out, didn't find any of their bodies. Yeah, so speaking yeah. of what, Indra and search parties... That's the next. Yeah. So Maddie right? ends up kneeling, obviously. Like, don't blame you at all by any means. I'll I wouldn't do know. whatever he told me to do. Yeah. So uh, then it kind of switches 
switches to Murphy and Amori trying to find her. They're really throwing out all the search parties to try and find her. Uh, they all split up, and then Murphy ends up find, finding her being a sweet, sweet, perfect angel, calming her down. Yeah, what Amori, a good father figure, man. Amori was so turned on by that. Yeah. She was just like, the breathing what a technique. Baby. She's like, all right, it's baby time. In me. Oh my God. Her ovaries were screaming. Jesus. Um, <laughs> really trying to yeah, make calm down Murphy over there. the moral guy on Sanctum right now. He's like the moral leader now. He's literally the Raven, protector of all children. I would say him, Raven, and I mean, it kind of maybe Levitt seem like in the whole season. They have like the nicest side, like the most. Moral and Gabriel, side. I would say, maybe. Oh yeah, true, Gabriel. But I, I mean, there's even a line towards the end with uh, Amori when she's saying, "Don't look now, you might become someone worth following or whatever it is." But we'll get to that exact quote. The later. only part I teared up at at the yeah. entire episode, I was on the treadmill going, "And why am I getting choked up right now?" <laughs> like I didn't even cry at the death, but I cried at yeah. that scene. I just love Murphy's come up, baby. He doesn't even want to. He's the un likely hero man love him so then we get murphy and amori they're kind of arguing about what to do i believe amori wants to bounce and not leave she wants to leave them there because she needs to get she wants to get their people to safety she's like if we have to deal with this we'll be the faithful you mean yes yeah. the faithful the injured faithful and and luke i don't know if you have any of those chess lines written down um but we yeah really but he was saying that he uh shade hated sacrificed the pawns first and these yes. the faithful are the pawns yeah, and we get later um, in the we episode. Skipped a, we skipped a little bit because we did. What? We totally missed the part where, like, because when when Murphy's calming Maddie down, that's when Shade Hayda jumps on the mic and starts set, uh, basically start convincing I, the, the rest of one crew. Oh, okay. Saying yeah. like, yeah, Indra lied to you. There's actually eligible commanders. Basically exposing himself as like the lead. He's saying, "I'm going to be your leader." Yeah. Then we move over to the back to the massacre room. Yeah, where they're yeah, that's why Indra isn't with do. them when they have that conversation because yes, she's searching the palace with Tree that's, Crew. Murphy tells us there that even I think it was Murphy that even Tree Crew was starting to question their loyalty to Indra, mm -hmm. and then you know Murphy starts dropping the coolest psychoanalysis yeah. of mm -hmm. just his small interactions with Shade Hayda, and I was loving it because he was basically just saying like. Yeah, how he played me in chess. Like, he was taking all my pawns in the beginning so they didn't have a chance to get revenge later, yeah. which is the equivalent in chess of, you know, turn, getting, reaching the other side of the board and turning to whatever piece you want. And that's just, like, a perfect metaphor. And honestly, it's unique writing because most of the time, bad guys don't do that. Like, they don't worry about cleaning up the fodder first. Yep. Right. So I was loving the shit out of that line because I was like, that's, that's great because every step of the way since the beginning of this season, Shade Hayda's plan has been awesome. Oh, yeah. It's been it's, – he's – it's so thought out. Like, that's it's probably the best written part of the entire season. Yeah, definitely. I agree. And it gets better, too. Yeah, yeah. it just continues. Like, every episode, we were getting hyper and hyper until we finally were just like, fuck, I would marry J.R. Bourne right now. <laughs> I know. Oh, so good. good. But so they decide that they are going to get the faithful out of there, which we then later see. Because um, she says to him, she's like, you know, like, that that means, like, we'll be in danger, too. And Murphy's mm -hmm. like, I know. It's hot. It's <laughs> yeah. really hot. Hero so Murphy. whack seeing how Murphy was like in the early seasons. Oh, yeah. Like, the, he's the, the opposite. He's the opposite of cockroach yeah. in the scene. Mm -hmm. And it's so, it's so. That's why. Russ Hader got to him. Well, no, that, shut up. That's Don't why, say it. That's why he's going to sacrifice himself in the end. And that's uh, and that die. episode title is going to be a big sacrifice. A big yeah, sacrifice. Yeah, that. <laughs> a little sacrifice, a big sacrifice. It's so yeah. good. Okay, so. Next, then, we have Indra searching for Shade Hader. 
and yeah. you're searching for Shade Hayda, and we start getting the broadcast of the lineage. Oh my yeah. God. Reciting the lineage, I was like, stop. I was like, keep Lex's name out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Well, you, you, you were hyped for it, I guess. And Indra was like, he's reciting the lineage. And I was like, so <laughs> mad. It was just hype because I, I love the lore. I like that. That yeah. stuff was awesome, especially like bringing it back to Antari not being able to recite the lineage mm-hmm. because she doesn't have the flame. But I mean, Shade Ada had it, so he could. We and didn't he hear Maddie. Did and we he hear Maddie recite No, I don't He doesn't think so. recite Antari's name either. No, he doesn't. He, he skips does her after Lexa. Yeah, 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 he goes right to Maddie. And he goes, like, didn't he have goes Lexa. Had the flame. Yeah, so he right. would have actually known, right? Oh, Maddie, I guess he, he was yeah, in whatever. with Maddie's head. But this actually did spark a conversation on my second watch through when I was thinking about it because I was wondering if we've ever heard. Obviously, there was a hundred years worth of commanders, right? Um, so, like, I don't think we've ever heard the full list of someone actually reciting right. all the names. But you know, I was just bringing up the point where. It would have actually been a spoiler for the prequel season if we just did, yeah. because yeah. it would start with Becca Premeda right. into whoever Reese, uh-huh. you know, it would probably Reese. be Reese. Yeah, yeah that's whatever. an awesome point. I yeah. love that point. Yeah. To quote Raven, they were uh, keeping their cards face down. I yep. love that line too. <laughs> yeah, this was a good episode. Yeah. There was a couple corny lines. some cheesy lines. Yeah, always. couple corny lines. But, it was actually um, sick to just see Lex's name on the screen though, because that wasn't it. like. Us choosing to do subtitles or closed captions. Right. Was literally, he's speaking Trigatus Lang, so it says Lex's name, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but it's that scene starts with him reciting it over the loudspeaker, but then goes back into the ritual room or wherever he is. Yeah, because it seemed like they made it seem like he was there the whole time, was yeah. what I got Definitely from there. Not. And I was right. like, how the hell was that not the first place they checked? Right. Because yeah. they're just in some random bedroom, and, and then Indra's like, oh, he's reciting the lineage and knows exactly where he is. Yeah. But whatever. And speaking of names, I believe this is the first time we hear Shade Hayda's name, which is Malachi comes Sangata Crew, which I fucking love. Yeah, that was cool. cool. Ass name. First name drop of that. Malachi, right? yeah. And this is also a perfect parallel because as he's getting to the end of the, the naming ritual, Indra walks in and basically calls him out and he's telling Shade Hayda saying to everyone, like Neil. And this is just the perfect parallel to what he did in his real life to Indra's parents when he tried to unite all the 12 crews, making them all kneel. Kneel or you die. And, you know, Indra said earlier this season, um, her mom mm-hmm. refused to kneel because her dad died on the battlefield, yeah. right? And her mom, yeah. So no, her just, mom knelt and she was like embarrassed yeah, for her. She, yeah, like, yeah, she was weak, was. yeah. Yeah, so that was, that was a consistent character trait and that was pretty cool just to hear that. But this is the first look at his new look, right? No, I don't think so. Not, okay. not till the, not till the fight. Both get yeah. the new look at the he's fight. rocking. Yeah, he's right. rocking new clothes, and he has like a braid, definitely. And but he doesn't have he doesn't have the eye paint. Is Knight yeah. in this scene too? He's got the whole Sang- Sangata. Yeah, crew, I think right? they're probably front row. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Which, this Indra's is a, just pushing through oh, all of them. Like, it's get awesome, up, though. get up. Yeah, she's like, don't, don't you kneel? And then she said, your path leads through me. Mm-hmm. Solo gonna play, baby. Single combat, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, enclave. Yeah, yeah, we baby. said it in the beginning uh, when we were wa- rewatching. When I watched it the first time, like at my house by myself, I was like, "Conclave, conclave." Then <laughs> yeah. she said, "Solo combat." I was like, "Fuck!" Still the same thing in theory, though. Well, it's I mean, Lexa and Rowan, right? Oh, so cool. That's the last time we saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Long live the king. Yeah. God, I miss you, Lexa. How cool. I miss Rowan, dude. Dude, oh my God, Rowan. How I'm, good is he in the rewatch? He's so, He's so good. Freaking good. Oh, I'm glad they gave him a little shout out in the beginning of this season yeah. as a Rowan hallucination. Rowan was a great character. He really was. But uh, but the that, so after they scream the single combat thing, we go to commercial, and I actually like saw Kathleen like mid watching this episode, and mm. I saw her right after the commercial started, and I was just like. 
I have a sick feeling in my stomach yeah. that if this went the way I thought it was going to go, where I thought Indra was just going to kill Shade Hata, I was going to fucking burn the house to the ground. Oh. I was going to be so fucking mad. See, I actually took it out. I thought this was going to be Indra's death. That's it would have been I, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, they hit, they hit us with the middle then. ground. It was yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. I thought this fight scene and the directing, the camera angles were so cool. It was chaotic. It was through the crowds. It was like, oh, my God, it was so dope. You, this is where we get the new looks. Indra's head shaved. I mean, the wet, like Luke said during the rewatch, the weapons are dope. Shade Hayden has got these, like, cool-ass hair braids. He shaved his face. Mm. I'm like, this is hot. It's I like, like the watching, beard uh, better, though. It's like we were watching Spartacus. Damn right. Dude, Check yeah, out it's like Gannicus in the marketplace. The, the hair did it for me, but I will say the opposite of you on the on the take with the um the camera angles. I thought it was a little like too close. It felt like because you didn't you you missed a lot, and like they were going in the beginning of the fight, like they were doing such a good job of showing the cool ass fighting choreography, and then it, as the fight was going on, it was like they were so close you couldn't see like how they were their fighting styles as they weren't as pronounced anymore. Like I don't know, I I. I think that the Reddit was pretty split on that too. Um, some people I was I saw saying like it was kind of shitty uh, directing view, but other you people know, were saying it was very creative. I don't know. I go with creative because I'm like I've seen so many fight scenes that are just straight up. Hey, let's do the choreography, and I still thought this was really epic. Yeah, I really and, liked it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I was I, there. I I saw it as a little sloppy, like Luke's saying, but I know it's supposed to look chaotic. Like that's the point. So yeah, exactly. I think that was fine. Oh, I, I really it didn't like take it. anything away from it for me. I just noticed it a lot. Right. So the we, only negative I noticed was when she disarms him and the sword flies into the lake. It just obviously the cut wasn't like very smooth, but that's whatever. And yeah. then it was a little questionable. I think you said it. He just runs it. He just, directly. Yeah, her, and yeah. she doesn't like. Yeah. She could have just like dug her foot in and just literally held our girl, the sword out. Yeah. Or our girl Indra has a guy just running straight at her, and he just lets her get or lets yeah. him tackle her. But Octavia would be fucking. And the most frustrating part is that, like, you can. They probably had bullet points of what they wanted to do. Like, he knocks her down and like dazes her, and like they could have done it a different way. Dude, they could have called our Spartacus choreographers and figured out a way to knock a sword out of someone's hand. I liked it. I just think I agree. Maybe a a different way to knock her out. So then she rolls and kind of switches up the scenery. She she runs past this like white sheet. She's trying to switch it up to maybe disorient him a little bit. They start fighting again. And then she gets a nice stab on his shoulder. She gets a nice stab on his left shoulder and then he just gets her again. Like yeah. a whoa uppercut or yeah. something like that. That's it's such an elbow. Flying. And then super cool, Maddie comes in flying. And gets him right in the eyeball. Saves Indra's life, basically. Saves yeah. Indra's life, but I didn't want Indra to kill Shade Hater like we talked about. Like, right. like I, I that would have been the worst but case scenario. But if Maddie came in and did it as a sneaky thing, I would have liked that better. Mm-hmm. But all in all, even though Indra is one of the greatest characters of the show, I wish she died here. It would have been the perfect death to raise the stakes of the final season of the show. Like, why yeah. the, it just didn't. I do not like that she knelt. It's really out of character. Yeah, what is her whole story now? Well, I mean, I I think some people were saying, too, that her kneeling for Maddie to save Maddie's life shows how she's grown as a grounder from the beginning where she was— wouldn't even let Gaia cry over her dad. Exactly. Like, I mean, she literally just said recently to this season, kind of, saying you're weak to Gaia about stuff. But, but I mean— grounder culture is when i lose pretty much i i fought honorably my fight is over kill me mm-hmm. i will not kneel especially indra but she's kneeling to shade hated to save maddie's life so 
it is like a growing thing to prove like blood must not have blood like going back to our girl alexa but you know i would i think it would have been way better if she was killed i said this earlier i just don't think that someone can survive that like they they wouldn't. I feel like grounder straight here to be like, fuck you. I'll let Maddie live, but you got to die. Well, I would think that. So she says, I'm kneeling if you save Maddie. That gets him what he wants. Everybody. Everyone kneels. And now he's supposed to be like, he's shade hated. He's showing like, you follow me because I'm strong. You kill Inja right there. Yeah. Like, why not? You know, just be like, okay. She's well, I, I think an issue was the whole reason he couldn't just straight up kill her, he needed to, her to submit to him to get Tree Crew to be full in. Right, that's what I'm saying. Let her her. submit and then kill her. But then the Tree Crew would be pissed, you're exactly. saying? Exactly. Well, yeah. Tree Crew is also standing there with Who else the are they going to follow? Like, now that she's dead, just a couple of them will be like, hey, shit, Ada. Yeah, I mean, it's a good question, but I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just wanted her to die there. Not wanted her to die, yeah, but... I love her to death. Yeah. Deaths are my favorite thing about shows. Well-done deaths are my favorite thing about shows, and it just... Yeah. It was a also, perfect I mean, reason. I guess it's kind of a parallel to her mom. I guess now she understands yeah, where her mom was coming from. True. That's true. I don't mind that. Yeah, that's See, good. See, here's yeah. the thing. The 100 was never scared of killing the main characters. We got Wells and Charlotte and Finn right off the bat, like these like really big deaths. And I feel like they let up on it's that a little bit. the same path as Game of Thrones. Once um, they hit a certain point, like, they just stopped killing the... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's crazy, though, Alexa, because they've I mean, added... That, they've what added happens at the end of this episode. I agree. But it took till now, and they've added a ton of excellent characters. And they did kill Hatch, which made us, obviously, all very sad. We loved that guy. But I do think they let up on the savageness of no one's safe. Right. And also, what you're saying, Kyle, about Dioza, like... Big death, but three seasons compared to someone that's been there since season one is a huge difference. Right. That's that's you know that hits you right in the heart. And I was about it. Yeah, I like, was like she could die right now. And I was series happy. ender, like one season left. You're thinking like, you know, let's not. I don't. We don't want it to be, but like Murphy, Amori, like Echo, any of them, like the the OGs. It you know, be fair game. Yeah, and technically she's like a co-star, a guest star, a part timer, right? Yeah. 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 No contract disputes, just ended. I yeah. don't know. I mean, here's Hopefully the thing. Here's always the thing. You don't kill her here, so does she die? Because what's a better death than that? Right. That's, That's always the Apex issue. Death well, Andra. someone's yeah. got to be around until Clark and them show back up because Murphy and Amory are going to be hiding. So, Indra's, I guess they, well, they got Maddie into the bunker. I mean, we'll get to that. But Indra's just going to be like, what the hell is she doing? She didn't go with Murphy and Amori, so she's just chilling. I mean, she should, I don't know. We'll see. If this show, they could have killed her. And that, okay, so how I'm seeing, like, this is not going to happen, but this would be the crazy, they would have to have the biggest balls ever to do this. But, like, what if the whole purpose of the Sanctum storyline was to basically gear up Shade Hayda to be the one to take the test? Oh, how fucking Jesus. wild would that be? I'd be so mad. I don't want Shade Hayda to take the test. <laughs> I mean, that would just be, like, the end of the human race. Yeah, we'll get yeah. to it. We'll get to it. That but would be, That would be Because he is, crazy. like, the exact opposite of like what when jordan talks about the test and like what is necessary to transcend from his perspective it's the antithesis of right. like violence shouldn't be what we need to transcend right it's the equivalent of the of the white walkers winning in game of thrones which you know yeah. if they was done right it could have been the most cultural icon thing that ever happened you know do not get luke started I please know, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> yeah um okay so so we're still in the scene shade Ada is talking to the crowd saying kneel before me he turns around maddie is no longer there so then they get knight and another follower i don't think we have a name and he and they say 
you're coming with me. We got to find Maddie or what yeah, yeah. He say? says, Maddie, go kill Maddie, pretty yeah. much. Maddie, he changed I, his mind. Though. How did she escape? Like that circle yeah, no, of it's people. Dumb, like, but, she just know. disappeared yeah. and she shows up right with Murphy. She's sneaky. Yeah. Well, he says, like, go kill her. And then he's like, well, on second thought, like, how about most people come follow me to go find these faithful motherfuckers? Right. So our next scene is we get them in the Raven Hatch bunker type radio nuclear radioactive yeah. yes set which is cool like luke said i said when plus we watched, one for that because yeah, it gave bring it, it back. a little bit of a more purpose of that random episode yes, that felt like especially filler. because that was a, a big murphy and amori episode so it fits this is a great scene between murphy and amori talking about what goes and uh, amori's worried everyone but Murphy has this great line. He says, today we survive, all of us. And then Amori says, don't look now, John, but I think you might just be someone worth believing in. No. <laughs> oh, that's an endgame quote right there. That yeah. is the him taking the test yeah. build up. If that oh! There's so many people. I mean, I, we'll get into it later, but there's so many people that they're rumored to take the test yeah. that I've heard. Oh, I love it. That's it's the crazy. best thing yeah. to talk about. But I mean, a and it, that's, that's a strong yeah, okay, point okay. of the hundred is that there's so many characters that that's, like we've been through so much with that like we believe in and we love. So truth. We're having a whole section before. Okay, Bang good. Kill, I won't even bring it up. Okay. But also, this was the scene that you said that it was noted that uh, Jackson or. Jackson's missing. Jackson yep. was missing. Yeah, yeah, Maury has the coat. Yeah, it's so, I mean. <laughs> why would he not have been there? Yeah. And why Maury's is she a wearing, doctor now. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Maury. And she's like, you know what? I'll be a therapist too. Maddie, are you okay? <laughs> like, you right. just got she blood smeared over. You're having a, a shitty role. goddamn week. But, yeah, um, I mean, the both of them. I mean, dad. I almost called Daddy, daddy. Murphy. <laughs> well, daddy? Murphy has kind of taken on a father I'm role. Calling him Daddy. I call him Murphy has kind of been like a mother role yeah. all fucking season. Yeah. So I don't she know. Getting pregnant. Did we dude. mention it already? But I mean, I saw someone a theory out there floating that they're gearing up for if Clark dies, for Matt, for Murphy and Amori to be the parents of Maddie. Oh, uh, that'd be sweet. Yeah. The sentence: If Clark dies, I haven't even like. I can't. Like, I had not even thought that that's a possibility. Yeah. Okay. But wouldn't you think if Clark dies, that's a big enough death to justify having a lot of the main characters live? Yeah. And Murphy would be one of them. And, like, if he took over Maddie, and that would be – that's a good ending. Yeah. That's satisfying, right? Yeah. I mean, wouldn't Amori, like, want to have a child, do you think? Like, oh, with yeah. her, like, because she's freak Drana. With daddy. Yeah. That wasn't a joke. I'm yeah. fucking serious. Yeah, she is pretty yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I guess that's a personal genetic mutation that she wouldn't pass on, but like, maybe she's afraid. So, like, adoption would be another way. I don't know. I just love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mom I'm down and dad way. for sure. And before I guess we end Sanctum, I just want to mention that when uh when they're back in the masker room with uh Russ Hada and Knight, and he says kill everyone, mm-hmm. and Knight's hesitant, right, yeah. to kill the children. I think that's definitely it could be something. Yeah, that's I that's definitely evidence of what Russ had been worried about at the beginning of the episode that Indra's reign has influenced the grounders to like a level of quote unquote weakness. I mean nobody but, wants to fucking kill kids, but I like his response that yeah, he's like they grow up to get revenge and they're not going to I mean Murphy was exactly right about yeah. everything. And when Shade it comes Hada to- is like if taking morals out of it is smart to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, any, any final thoughts on Sanctum before we move on to, uh, the, to the meat of the episode? We'll start talking about it again when we talk about who's going to take the test. We'll get yeah. into those characters again. I don't even think we mentioned it, but uh, I love the, the eye patch on Shade Hayden now that, yeah. uh, that Maddie gave him. It's, and yeah. when he was, like, holding his eye, it was black everywhere, well, black blood. We love that. that well, I don't awesome. think you were in the room, but Jimmy mentioned that old Shade Hayden from last season in Maddie's mind space. Has that missing eye. Has that missing eye. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. And it's funny, like, I, I, 
I brought it up before. It's not a huge deal, but <laughs> look at this I'm humble brag. When she when she goes to do the knife slash, okay, he's go he's showing he's giving her his left eye, like that's the open eye, right? So he turns and she slashes, right? So she's slashing down right to left, so it would be going against going against his eye but he moves just enough so it gets to the right eye oh, and, do- really? and it skips the left eye and i i literally rewind it like five times to make sure it does like he does give her enough of the turn so that it's possible because yeah. i literally saw it and i was like that's the wrong eye yeah. like but but end up being fine but yeah i mean i don't know if they did it on purpose so that it's the same eye that was missing on shade hated mm-hmm. when he was in her mind space but dude i i thought there was a chance that that was going for the neck like Anders style at the end of the yeah. episode like and i was gonna I would have been better with that than than Indra just one on one combating because that just would not have been satisfying enough for how yeah. hype we got for Shade Hater. This it would season. feel good for an important part of like something important for Maddie to do to kill Ross mm-hmm. Hater. Yeah, and if she's gonna do it, are we gonna be that way and not solo combat against him? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> because uh, right afterwards he one hand just I'm tanks ready. her right to the ground. So I'm ready for badass Maddie to come back, man. Yeah, uh, Jimmy brought this up prior, but Maddie in season. Six when they're it when they're down and and they're finding out that she uh, is a nightblood and she's trained she can fight she well, she's, she's trained they, with Octavia they want, like yeah but they she could fight prior because yeah. Gaia was trained yeah. her and they and they tell her do not fight to your best ability because they don't they don't want Octavia to think she's a threat right to her reign her blood reign or whatever right so I we know that Maddie can I feel like they're getting a little confused with what Maddie can because she was Maddie while Bellamy kind of made her take the flame it wasn't she wanted to help um she and was all about it and yeah. she was actually like bad ass in the beginning exactly. like she was like clark full, couldn't even stop yeah, her clark was the one who was like you need to relax and she was like nope nope i'm helping i'm help. like i'm training yeah. with so octavia changed her tune a little bit yeah i mean i mean i get it i mean yeah. you're a little you're young and so it can you can get yeah you can get not scared everyone and all of a sudden shit it's the fan and you're back to being 14 but yeah you know, because, you know, you, they were playing her off and they, and it, it makes sense. Like she was young, she was with Clark. She didn't really have anyone around. She's just like hope kind of where it's like, she never had to deal with any real shit. So she's like, I'm a fucking badass, yeah, yeah, you know? And then she hope. starts dealing with some stuff, but we'll get Speaking into hope. Speaking of hope, yeah, let's gosh. get to Bardo. Back up on the scene five episodes ago or something like that, that we ended on. Um, No, we had a, it was like five weeks, five weeks. Yeah, so life. it would be it wasn't before the prequel, right? Before the prequel, right? No, no, episode nine just aired. It was prequel yeah. and then nine, and then that's where it ended. Yeah, but I'm saying nine, like nine was the getting to that stone room. Yeah. The prequel was getting, to, like, was nothing to do with it. Like Literally that, the story. Oh, yeah, yeah, nine, the yeah. story of the You're prequel. Eight and nine are flashbacks. Right. The yes. story of the prequel starts from him telling Clark in that room. Like yeah. that scene. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. It's been five right. weeks yeah. and like five real time. Weeks okay, yeah. Since so, we've seen this scene. Yeah, and so we get the three Levitt's Echo, Angels. Levitt's Angels, Echo, Octavia, and Dioza are in the Bardo suits. Clark is like, what the fuck is happening? Clark and crew. We find out a quick reveal that these three are just keeping face for uh, Billy Catton. I know we don't get that right the second, but Clark is like, what the fuck is going on? Come on back to Sanctum. And they all say, we're not going to do that. We have a war to fight. Well, Echo starts and walks right out. She says, I'm not going to do that. And then they follow. This continues with however many episodes ago it was when we were had a discussion, I think me, Jimmy, Luke, and B Toms mm-hmm. about like how Echo's so hardcore 
and then like the facial expressions of Dioza and Octavia are kind of given away Sorry. that right. they're not in. Right. It happens again in this scene yep. because Dioza's kind of like okay. picks up the slack, yeah. like improv says something and Octavia doesn't say a word and kind of just turns around. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the gist is that Clark is saying, listen, I have the key. You're not going to be able to use it unless you let me and my friends leave, you know, or I guess does she want all of them to leave, including her, or just let my friends leave and I'll stay? I, I, Whatever it is, yeah. they, they don't want to go. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, but that's what – she's using the key as leverage is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. And she says, what did you do to them? And then Anders answers from the Anders. fucking peanut gallery. Yeah. yeah, Anders, whatever. He doesn't even deserve to have his name pronounced right. <laughs> and he's like, they chose this path. We did nothing. And it's that. like, we did nothing. We just brainwashed them for yeah. three months. Yeah, we, and- <laughs> we just dove inside their memories yeah. and edited them. Fucking like, Anders, what? I hate that guy. And that's when Clark gets a little badass again in her. I mean, she was kind of already in the process of being badass five weeks ago, but, you know, Clark is really it. quick to just be like, okay, new plan then. Yeah. Like, no, you it's... guys are not in? All right, fine, new plan. She's got backup plans for backup plans for backup plans. I love plans. it, dude. She just whips out the gun, points it at Bill, right? I love the sound of her just being like, whoosh. Yeah. yeah. Like, they get those clicks Well, she's right. so badass, she can have so many plans because literally nothing's off the table. She'll do anything. Yep. Yeah. I loved this scene. All right, I'm going to put it out there. I thought Bill was great this whole episode. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, this was really good at showing how, one, how good he is at, like, social manipulation. Yeah. Right. Basically, how he even got to this position. Like, all that was really done. And, like, he's such a good liar. Yeah. And, he's like, so he's, whimsical and nonchalant. Exactly. Yep. He's just so confident in his plan. And he, that, he just believes what he's doing. That it's kind of just, it's cool. It's, it, it's just good to see on screen. I feel like it makes for a good counter villain to the opposite of like evil shade Hada. you know like they're right. both just way different types of villains and, just, and they're just awesome in their own ways yeah you were saying when we were rewatching that jr Bourne delivers the lines like so heavy and good mm-hmm. and then bill has such like a light tone that right. yeah you're that right it's, it's so a really true. yeah it's a really nice i was gonna say parallel because we use that word a ton but it's not that right right yeah it's like dichotomy it's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> definitely perpendicular right right so we end up uh clark kicking everybody out but bill so how, how do they get out though what's the quote who says the no quote? i wrote i wrote in my notes we're not gonna we're mention not it. saying it <laughs> oh right, get fine. the flock out oh, <laughs> get the flock out an insane line yeah. who wrote flock i need to know say hell Say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. I like to think in my head, Canon, that they forced Miller's actor to say that line. <laughs> I want him to have been like, yeah, come on, guys. This yeah, right. <laughs> it could have been something worse, and maybe they changed yeah. it. Right, right. We'll get him on the pod and ask him. Yeah, we'll get, he'll be on the pod soon. Nikki says, bang, bang. Nikki <laughs> says, pew, pew. Yeah, right. Um, so we end up with everyone getting the flock out, and then Billy C stays. So Billy and C. And Gabriel. With our people. Yeah, you yeah. mean, all the, all the yes. disciples have to leave. Anyone who's not our people, and you're right, Gabriel, that's not assumed, stays. So this was actually a sneak peek scene that we get prior to the episode, which was great. I sent, We watched it in the group. Uh, so the whole squad, they bring uh, Bill Cadigan to the back so we can't hear. They, it's Gabriel, Raven, Nyla, Jordan, and Miller, and they're realizing, like, okay, they still think Clark has the flame in her head. They obviously didn't give, divulge that information that she does not, so they're on team who right explains there, that I... to us? Who explains that to us? Gabriel. Uh, no, Jordan. Oh, yeah, Jordan. Jordan's oh. the one that says, like, Jordan. they didn't tell them mm. that oh, she oh, doesn't oh, have to play So obviously they're not bad. Man just and said. I was like, <laughs> yeah. yo, let's yeah. go. That's Jordan, a great Jordan moment. Jordan has some good. good yeah, Jordan, Jordan literally episode. figured out what we had been arguing about for the past couple of episodes. Right. Yeah, and they all, yeah, exactly. They confirmed that basically the once we stopped seeing Octavia in the MCAT, 
they did as well. Right. Like they actually did not see the Blood Raina scene. They right. only saw what is that one four seasons one to four. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they only saw that. Basically, well, see, end of season three is is Clark with the with the flame in her head. So if okay, they yeah, stop yeah, yeah. there, it's the end of season yeah. three. And also, Gabriel Gabriel explains what MCAP is. Right. Jordan explains why okay, right, they're right. still on our side. Yeah. They love, why Levitt's Angel are still on our side. And yeah. Raven's like, oh, so cool. Yeah. So, so the kids have not turned. That's the reveal. Hell yeah. And we knew Dios and Octavia had not. But are we Jimmy doing this now? Here, bro. We're going to call you out, man. Oh, I'm going to I mean, ready. That's, to that's the next, that's the next let's, let's talk part of the scene. Then, right? Is Echo showing up to her room to move her to penance? Yeah, because the last line of that scene is where Clark says, let's go find out what the three most dangerous women on this or any planet are up that's to. That's awesome. Levitt's Angels, baby. Levitt's Angels. Yeah, true. Okay, let's do this thing, all right? <laughs> so we're talking about how Echo... We said, I said, did anyone agree with me? Who was, who was on my side? I thought Brian had, was okay. on your side. So, yeah, I think so. The wrong side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So last episode, Echo decides that she is going to fully buy in, quote unquote, as a spy, you know, and that's the funny thing. Like we should have known because she's a spy, but she's going to buy in, quote unquote, so that they, meaning the disciples, think that she is on their side so that she can do this plan, okay? And I said that I thought she fully bought in for real, okay? Now, a lot of people were actually saying, like, it's so obvious that she didn't buy in. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's so obvious because— Hindsight is twenty twenty. Right. Here's a couple bullet points, okay? So in the episode where they're training th- throughout three months, okay, and Hope is getting Smith all— Orlando? No, no, no. throughout the three months. So they're trying to brainwash him, and Hope is going, this is brainwash, this is ridiculous. Echo is having private conversations with Hope, Octavia, and Dioza saying things like, oh, well, they had a better childhood than me, or things that are are making you look like she's buying in. Things that... Nobody else was around for that conversation? Well, no, it's just... They're they're in the room, not a cell anymore. Yeah, I mean, unless you want to say that they're always being watched on the camera or something, which could be true, but... So... She has a few, and that's just one example, but then she does it a couple times where she has these private conversations making you seem like she's making it seem like she's buying in. Okay. So then the next thing that comes up is she does the training thing where they're trying to blind, they're blindfolded and they're shooting and she turns and shoots the other three. Right. Okay. The other Levitt's angels. That's fine because that is, that's fine spy stuff. If you want to like be doing that to show that you're going to, you know, you're yeah, faking it's, it's buying in because they're all there. So she goes and does that she has no idea that anders is going to choose her to pick hope's fate okay he does choose her to pick hope's fate and she decides that she's going to send hope to penance to further make it look like she's buying in okay so now she's just assuming that she's going to be able to be so trusted by the disciples that she's going to be able to save hope at some point okay she doesn't tell Dioza, Octavia, or Hope, this plan, because we know that, because they say, even in this episode, you know, she's just, why is she letting, why is she letting Hope go to penance? Why is she doing this? Why is she doing that? They don't know the plan, okay? So, Hope does all this, all this, just so she can get to Levitt, torture him, get the Gem 9. Echo, Echo does all this. Yeah, right. Oh, I'm sorry. Echo does all of this. So she can get to Levitt, torture him, get the Gem 9, and use that to just kill everybody. Now she's assuming that she is going to get to Hope's saver, and she's going to tell Hope 
that she's going to kill everybody. And she's assuming that Hope's not going to tell anybody. And then she's just going to let everyone leave in 24 hours. Shitty plan, for sure. But that, how, how would you, none of that makes sense yeah. as, a, as a spy. Yeah. And it's still a better plan than Levitt letting them survive for an hour on the surface. <laughs> I mean, I might have went way too far into that, but what I'm trying to... I agree with you. The worst part about it for me is that the private conversations, the worst case scenario is that they only put those scenes in to trick us as the viewers, and that's bullshit. That's what I'm... Yeah, okay, you just said what I was trying to say in like two seconds. (laughs) (laughs) I Only because I don't like that. If they're purposely giving us scenes, and the only reason that scene is there is to mislead us as the viewers, seems like not fair, because there's no way, like we don't have any way to figure that out. She's literally playing double A Agent without letting the other side, meaning Hope Dio's and Octavia, know that she's playing double agent. That's yeah. the point I'm trying to make. And like she does things that you can't justify unless other people know. Yeah. And so, also, like they, they, I mean, they chose the final test for them to become disciples is the exact thing that happens this episode where Echo shows up and's like, we got this much time. We're doing this on the plan. Here's the plan. Are you in or out? Right. And Hope again agrees. Yeah. It's kind of like, eh, yeah. All right. So thank you, Jimmy, for that really long-winded analysis <laughs> on how you are wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. He's trying to defend himself. I respect it. I respect it, too. Love you, Jimmy. <laughs> I actually want to say something, and we're going all the way back to Sanctum, and this is, this is I'm looking at my notes because I was You're just using kidding. my notes. They just decided, and this is a good thing, they, they just decided that they were like, we're not going to kill Trey. We're not going to give Trey any screen time for his death. We're just going to get him off the screen. <laughs> yeah, fuck Trey. Jackson just says, All my homies hate Trey. Jackson's like, coming back. I made yeah. a specific point that he wasn't in the room when Shade Hayda started killing people. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking he's going to show up now, but they're just like, nah, let's yeah. get him off. He's not in he's the bunker. He's going to come up in full grounder gear and be like, I'm ready. <laughs> All right. True, dude. Let's back. Let's back. All right, cool. So Center Nyla, House. Gabriel, and Jordan stay uh, with Bills, and then the rest we get a, go yeah, find we the get homies. a quick uh, scene where Echo basically this is the rescue scene where she saves Hope, um, and it, this is the you know the big reveal that it, we kind of already knew she wasn't going to be a double agent because of what Gabriel was saying, but she saves Hope, tells the plan, doesn't tell Hope the plan. Just right. says you got an hour. You have one get hour. Out. Well, she loves to not telling people the plan. Yeah, apparently, yeah, for, so. for real. Well, that's, I mean, that's, it, but that's the test. Right. And it pisses me off even more that she's like, oh, you really thought that I was buying in? Yeah, like, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, you kind of were, unless mm-hmm. you're Jimmy. in. Yeah. In private conversation, <laughs> I got like five more minutes. <laughs> if I am, if I am Octavia Dioza and Hope, I believe her. Right. Exactly. That she's bought in. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, she could have just whispered to them, like, I'm not it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But, like, they didn't show us that. Yeah, All they right. showed us was probably. And we know that they, and we know that she didn't because they so, said it. This next Echo so and Hope good. are bad news for the record. Yeah. But I want more of their relationship from the five years they were just with Gabriel. Like, I want it more. We're not getting any of that. We're not no. getting any of that now that Hope is ruined, and we'll get to that. Yeah. But she yeah. is fucking ruined for the rest of the season for sure. Yeah. But next season. Ah. So, so, yeah, so. so. <laughs> Echo leaves to go do her plan. She sends Hope to go save everybody else. Now we're back in the stone room part two. And I love this scene because, I mean, you're, Kathleen, you disagree with me because you said things out loud when we were watching. But I thought it was cool when, so Bill, so Bill's basically just back to Nyla and Jordan and overhears them talking in, in grounder speak. I'm not going to know. Bro, slang. Trigata slang. And he starts like, and, and the, one of the cool things that we noticed right away is that he, when he's asked about um, Callie, his his daughter, mm-hmm. they they call her pro, uh, 
what is it? The prime, prime flame, prime, prime flame keeper. The first flame keeper. Right now, this just came up in my head. So, Bill is doing all this. I guess he doesn't really know how the flame works a hundred percent. But like Bill asked Clark, like, is is Callie in there? And that would kind of give it away that she shouldn't be in there if she's the flame keeper. And oh shit! Well, we just when we rewatched, he says Pram, what doesn't matter? And you said that's going to be an important quote. And I think it now yeah. it could be the, like he uh, realized that yeah. she was the keeper, didn't have it in her head, so he right. That's like, the wow, first crumb that yeah. well, he might know saying. the Clark's line. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a prom hater means first. She's the first hater, and then prom flame keeper means she's the first. So. He's in his head saying, okay, first, but he doesn't know what flame keeper means. Flame keeper in my head, I'm like, okay, she's the keeper of the flames in her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I mean, it could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know yeah. what they saw on MCAP if they saw Titus being the flame keeper in three, season three. Yeah. Like, and that could say. be a legitimate breadcrumb, though. Yeah, yeah. Nyla just fucking it turns out to throwaway be true. line, if not. So I right. think it does. But it's, it's very interesting, though, that we now we know that she was a flame keeper. She wasn't. We kind of thought Cat, that it was Cat, going that right. way anyway. But. Right, yeah. yeah. Nyla's like, Nyla, this is awkward. <laughs> Nyla drops the cool-ass quote about, because yeah. he's asking about Callie, and she says, legend has it, when she died, even her enemies wept. So she's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. Like Shit's going to be dope when she's like at her peak power in the prequel. And we said, like, we want this the prequel. is good, good yeah. on their part. You got to hype up Callie yeah, oh, yeah. because yeah. she's going to be I our main Callie. heroine. Yeah, no, mm, Callie's great. They're doing themselves a favor. I also forgot to mention that Gabriel's also still in the room at this time. Mm -hmm. So we do get a cool conversation between Gabriel and Bill directly. Um, you know, Bill kind of turns to him and says, like, I heard you're like me. You're immortal. You're from Earth from the time, like, I was there. All the And you were worshipped by your people. Gabriel, as we know him, like kind of rejected all of those notions after a couple hundred years of living with Josephine. Um, so, but it was cool seeing Bill's like, I love talking to people from my time that know about my earth, yeah. you know? That was a cool moment. Um, but he also mentions one thing, and I wanted to ask you guys real quick. He says um, he claims to have learned a lot as the centuries have passed, but he survived he's, he's, off of cryo, cryo meaning so he's, he's only awake. been alive yeah. for a normal amount of I years the same exact thing. yeah so i don't know it's not like he's been learning like he might have woken up every 100 years yeah. just to ch tell me what's good yes. with the logs exactly because right. that's when he i mean okay when at the end of the scene when he shows them they deciphered the language and he's like it took us hundreds it took us hundreds of years yeah that just got my mind thinking of like how many times was he woken up and well, then putting back to sleep it makes right. more sense with the first time he got woken up by anders too because he's like oh you again yeah. didn't even like put his name to memory because it was probably just every time he woke up is the key here are we good with the logs yeah. no all right good night yeah well that's and more like, of his like big head where he's like were immortal like including himself but like he just is in a cryo chamber if he's immortal literally everyone else is immortal like clark's immortal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right. i mean he does he does say we're all gods we're just waiting for transcendence but so he's just a smack this is a really cool because this whole season we know that the bardoans bardoites whatever we want to call them have been waiting for this last war thousands of years this last war it's like where are they getting this how do they know that there's a last war and this is where the logs that luke's mentioning one of my in. favorite plot telling devices exactly so awesome. they have the logs and only half of it is decoded and uh they had been spending centuries decoding it and when it told Wait, them did they say only half i thought they thought it was all decoded they're just waiting for no the key will decode the rest i thought I is thought that the whole the point of the key is no. just to put in Kyle, the Kyle, you watched it three times. What do you think? Uh -huh. <laughs> I thought, yeah, the key is just the seven. Yeah, the yeah, yeah no, they don't need term. it to decode the message. They think they decoded the whole language yeah. the right way, alphabet by alphabet. I literally have it written. It will encode the rest of the code. I remember typing it and being like, I said code twice. But anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that's what I thought. We'll get clarification on that. 
Um, it's actually Kyle not, it's not even too groundbreaking what they, when Bill, Bill says like, all right, have at it. Basically I'm going to lunch, whatever. And when they start talking about the logs real quick, you know, it's basically what we've been talking about. The keywords being like transcendence, judgment day, all this stuff. So yeah. Taz, this is another yeah. great Jordan scene where he confronts Bill to his face and says like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. why would our lowest form be what takes us to our highest form of transcendence? Like, violence should not be the answer. And it's Monty's like, son right there. It is what it is. Say what you said, because is that at the later, whatever you said? That yeah, long? yeah, Okay, that's later. Yeah, cool. and then, yeah. you know, Bill's whole point of this is saying that he thinks the last war is will end violence and they're just going to transcend the human race. Mm -hmm. And Nyla says everyone thinks it's the, the, this war is the last war. Yeah. Everyone Until gets next... nice jabs in on Bill. Yeah. I love yeah. him and Gabriel's back and forth because Gabriel – thinks he's a scumbag yeah nyla's like you're an idiot jordan's like this guy's a fucking maniac <laughs> yeah he's keeping his cool though yeah but uh, I just, that's that's when he actually goes off to lunch and says he just walks out of the room yeah like, i was yeah. gonna so say annoying. yeah okay good i'm glad you guys because literally clark <laughs> says don't let him leave he just says yo i'm rolling out and they're just like okay and then and then gabriel's like oh i'll go to lunch well, so they have say, to don't hold shoot the room him or we lose our leverage that right. and they said hold the room that's why jordan but it's i said this when we were watching jordan nyla and gabriel are the least they're such wuss soldiers yeah. <laughs> i literally yeah, don't do much physically yeah. Nyla's script Nyla's is so polarizing. Like she has a nice quote, and then the next thing she says is so like eye rolling. Like yeah. get the block out of here, even though that was Miller. Like it's I hate it. And I'll yeah. say what I said during the episode. I love Jessica Harmon, so I'm a stand. I watch iZombie. She was a main character in iZombie. Love her. I love the Harmons in general, but I really don't see Nyla's point in this at all. Yeah. But glad she's in it because I love her. But it seems like she's such she... a peanut gallery character. Yeah, and so obvious that her whole point is just these little lines she yeah. just throws in from the back yeah. of the crowd there's another one in the next scene we'll, but we'll get that but i love you yeah yeah i mean hey <laughs> in case she's listening um, <laughs> she's hot <laughs> i mean she brings more to the table than just that but she is hot yeah. <laughs> uh, uh so, so our next scene right yeah. it's is dioza and octavia in their room kind of like pacing freaking out a little bit well octavia is a little bit more right yeah because now this is what i was getting at they're both freaking out because Hope pretty much said, we're not coming with you. Yeah. So they're thinking that – keep doing that. Echo okay, said, yeah, yeah. we're not coming with you, and they're still thinking, okay, is Echo on the other side? When Dioza is pacing and complaining, she's talking about Hope, though, right? Yeah, because she, she's, she's saying, saying why she's would she us when we're complaining about Hope. Like, why are you doing – like, why are you being well, so no, irrational? She, she's thought, worried that Hope's getting going well, to yeah, Penance. No, she's saying, why would Echo let her go to Penance okay. or yeah. send her to Penance? That was what, you know. Clark walks through that room. And Owen and her look at each other and just big old hug. And my heart grew 10,000. It grew 100 sizes. <laughs> so it went 10,000 um, to 100. That's not that good. Yeah, but 100. Come on. All right, no give us an example size. of a 10,000. Uh, whoo, let me think about that. Okay, All right, get then, back yeah, to us. God, this has been a lot. But um, so, yeah, it's really nice to see these two get along after seven seasons of Everyone hates Clark at some point. Everyone hates Octavia at some point. But these two have been at odds for a long time. And, and honestly, they gave a lot. They gave him almost more screen time to Miller and O's reunion. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty powerful. But I yeah. just didn't necessarily remember just the strife. But like, yeah. Well, like, that was because they were both in the, the bunker. The bunker, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is fine. But I mean, my the take bunker? was that. Nobody wants to think about the bunker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My take was that Octavia as a human being is just a representative of the mistakes that Miller has sure. made. Yeah. So, O. Octavia mentions that I knew you'd show up 
whatever. And I was like, yes, he did. <laughs> yeah. Clark always shows the fuck up. Yeah. And then Raven was like, yeah, like, thank you for keeping it cards down on the yeah. plane thing. Exactly. I love that. This is a great scene. And then guess who busts through the door? The most coolest hope, even though she's not very cool in this one. I just love her so much. And I love the reunions of, of so hope busts in everyone is guns up being like who's this bitch yeah. and then literally who says it Dioza. time dilation Dioza. is Dioza. a bitch she's like that's my daughter because time tell you time dilation is a bitch yeah. I don't murphy gives her a little eyebrow he's yeah. like the fuck? wait not murphy miller miller, miller my yeah. Yeah, yeah and so no she one's dead at clark dead at raven dead at miller name drops them and said you described them well yeah. and that's my heart grew ten thousand seconds. Oh, <laughs> that's literally wow. that's literally maddie like exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the best because when they're in the son, I like that well, a lot. When they're in the truck, Murphy's like, um, Octavia's my favorite. Sorry, Murphy. And I love that. <laughs> Maddie Murphy's says just that. Like, oh yeah, Maddie's. Like, God, we are fucking yeah, up we're our messing names. up the names. We won't do it again. It's the juice. It's the Joe juice. <laughs> no, no, but we're good here. I love that scene. Was definitely it was it was cool to see all those reunions, but it leads directly into Hope basically saying, "Well, they move out of the room." Yeah, yeah, it's but the same they, scene, right? Do, I think that doesn't she divulge the information that Echo's basically going yeah, she rogue says, right we now? Have, we have 20, we have uh, one hour. Yeah. She's like, I don't know the plan, but we gotta go. Yeah, and that's that's when Octavia find, says out loud, like, she's getting revenge, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, for Echo being like, I don't want to tell you, Hope, the plan because you'll tell them they figured it out immediately. Yeah, but I mean, she did say, I'm gonna kill them all. Yeah. She just didn't tell them the plan. And also, Raven and Dioza are speak up and say where's echo i thought it was interesting that it was raven and dioza well now well, that ties in thing. i guess to the end of the episode well that's yeah. a thing too because raven and her were together you just yeah. don't yeah, yeah. exactly we're oh. sisters and honestly yeah. the only reason they actually find out the plan is because they because hope i think says levitt like well, he the information on a levitt right and octavia says we need to go find levitt because she we definitely need. he didn't give it to her yeah there's no way he would have helped her, her. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah 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 um but then dioza, i also like how Octavia turns and it's like, I'm going to Levitt. And then everyone just kind of follows her. Yep. Levtavia. Levtavia. We love you, Levitt. So, yeah, this is a good Dioza hope scene. Mm -hmm. They're arguing. Dioza's kind of like, why would you not stop her? And then she says, killing innocent people for a cause isn't going to fill the hole in your heart. And then Hope says, there are no innocent people here and bounces. Dude, Dioza's just trying to instill the learnings of a terrorist into her and say what she got from it. But. I'm a little upset you didn't finish the quote there. Oh, what? She says, only we can do that. Only we can do that. That's a 10,000 times 10, heart grower. <laughs> yeah, God, love, love, baby. Uh, so that's so the next time we're going to see them is with Levitt. So in between that scene, we get lunch with Bill. Yeah, what a fucking prick. Kombucha, avocado toast. I love this scene. Where do they, where do they keep the fish on Bardo? Yeah, for sushi? truly. How do they even Cryo. have it? Cryo. Yeah. It's Cryo. The, they have those baby tanks. They have fish tanks. Oh, like that's that. true. They could grow their own fish, probably. They grow babies. <laughs> they can grow fish. So this is the scene that I just like the first time I was watching, I just like said out loud, I was like, Bill is just so good at social manipulation and he did it so well in this scene. Just like how how he was talking to Gabriel, like everything was under control, like everything's going according to plan. He's just like kind of, you know, he's not he's gonna walk him to the point he's trying to get to, but the way he gets to it is just clearly he's just a master of propaganda and just mm-hmm. controlling people. And we got some I laughed at the some of the lines here. I know Kathleen, you cringed at a little bit of it, but like when he starts talking to Gabriel about time on Earth, like and he says like the memes. Yeah, I thought that was funny as shit. Like, yeah, I, I like the meme thing. Yeah, well, they're like our age. 
almost. Yeah, because it's, it's like 2050, 2050 whatever, whatever, so yeah. 30 years in the future. Yeah. Like, oh my God, Bill's about does. our age. Bill's a little bit older. Yeah. Am I Bill? <laughs> Please don't be. This is my Bill's Bill? origin I, story. Yeah. Is the podcast. I was chosen. Yeah, right. I was chosen. <laughs> a second dawn arrear. Carl's getting some ideas in his head. Were you a burger flipper too first? Yeah. Nah, bro. I'm a fish slinger. I'm a monger. <laughs> Born count and raised. It, count it. But I think we we also get uh, Bill. Bill gets always. He always gets triggered when anyone ever says second dawn is a cult. Yes. Like even if he doesn't physically like get that mad, like he just says like we're not a cult. Like, yeah. We weren't a cult. But being right is always good for business. Hell yeah, it was. Great line. I I want to shout out because I feel like we've kind of been harsh on Gabriel lately. And I want to say that he's redeems himself and also acting is great. He's like, great. This he, episode. Oh my God. That I, some of the, I remember the first time watching the lunch scene, some of the choices he was making just in like the subtleties. I was like, wow, I, I love this no, guy. No, no, for sure. And like, that's when, so after they get through all like the basic, you know, greetings of the lunch yeah. and they get into like what they're actually there to talk about and what Bill wants to talk about and stuff. Um, when Gabriel calls him out for saying, like, you think you're a god or whatever, Bill has the cool line basically saying that uh, he doesn't he doesn't claim to be the god of the disciples, for the disciples, and he doesn't even believe in God. But he does believe he's chosen. Chosen for what, obviously, is going to be linked to the Judgment Day, what he thinks is he's going to be the one that represents the human race. Well, Gabriel's like, well, chosen not by God, then by who? And he yeah. said, well, I guess we'll find out when we win the war. It's like, you are putting all of your eggs in this oh, basket yeah. and have no idea what it even is. For he's like, it doesn't time. matter who, I, I'm going to butcher this quote, but he's like, it doesn't matter who we are. We don't matter as long, even us who have lived lifetimes of lifetimes, we don't matter. It matters what comes next. And he has mm -hmm. no idea yeah. what that means. Yeah. Well, he says it because Gabriel says, obviously has a negative experience with people revering normal people as gods and bill says like you can thank me when we save you or you can join us right and it's just like he's such a cox man yeah <laughs> i like one of gabriel's lines is like love family those are the things that connect us we're not just dna we are emotion without that what are you fighting for and it really is just the complete opposite of the th all the morals of the hundred are not yes, morals but exactly. yeah like they said uh, and then bill comes back with have you ever done something you regret in the name of love and i'm like yes every season of the hundred every character yeah, always right. yeah I, I mean i this was on my third rewatch um really noticed how shade Hayda's view of love and bill's view of love in this same episode is very similar because mm. Shade Hayden goes to Maddie and was like, You chose love, like you chose weakness, right? Right, instead of being strong. And Bill is like, You guys choose love, you choose like he sees it as not weakness, but it's like an insanity, yeah, like it's a terrible emotion for the you to wants, make decisions yeah, off like of. What, what you personally want versus what would be, yeah, good for he everybody. sees love as selfish, yeah, right. And Shade Hayden just sees it as straight weakness because why not be? the strong king right right yeah i thought that was just like an interesting little yeah. parallel and the, but the way they do it like we talked about whatever 10 50 minutes ago opposite. is so opposite yeah. yeah something i noticed this scene they spent because they spend a lot of time zooming in on uh bill and gabriel's face uh gabriel has is a level three in this scene and i that's probably what he is right like in terms of bardo society disciple society because he's been there for months right yeah no that's so, like legit. that's what he is mm -hmm. right that's just just like the I girls saw. have legit that they're two, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're cool. actual bardoans yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever so i mean you remember how you were saying luke that you were mad at him for his decision when mm -hmm. he tried to save them that's fine we're done with that but the next thing was that you know he was told by anders that if you join our side, we'll tell you why Clark's the key or why we need the key. And then it kind of seemed like he 
bought in. You know, I guess again he was faking. But like right when Clark and them show up, he's like, "All right, I'm I'm back, baby." You know, so are we again assuming that that was just him playing his role until it was the right time? Yeah, because I also think that what they did end up showing him was probably just the logs, right? Like they probably just showed him the decoded version of the logs, their own decoded version of the logs. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, but it looked like again, I maybe he's acting, but like it, it, it looked like he like whatever they told him at the time, he was just like, oh shit, like maybe you know. Mm. But what is that? He know that we know what the logs say, and that doesn't mean anything to us. Yeah. Still. I also, I mean, I, it's obvious now because we've had him speaking and combatively basically with Bill that, like, he doesn't buy in to the yeah, bullshit. Yeah, so he must have just been trying to survive. Yeah, I just time. think it's him and Echo had the same idea, but she does it the spy way and he does it the scientist way. Yeah, mm-hmm. heard that. Yeah. Okay. That's fine with me, too. Um, and then this is when – so they, they're pretty much done their conversation, their mm-hmm. philosophical conversation. Crazy meeting of the minds. It was and a then, good one. Yeah, it really was. And then this is when Anders walks in. Um, and Gabriel just kind of gets manhandled by him. He's Truly. like, get up, get out. Gabriel tries to leave with the gun. He just takes the gun from him without even looking at him. He was like, okay, goes back to the stone room, whatever. And I thought it was cool just to point out that the second Gabriel leaves the room and Anders is looking at Bill, and he's like, we have a problem. Bill's like whole demeanor changes to dead serious. Like, right. what is this issue? Like he actually was totally putting on a front for Gabriel. Cause you know, like he, that's just his thing. And I just thought that was awesome. And then we get enter our favorite guy, Jason Diaz himself, Mr. Levin, yeah. tied up in bloody. At the scene of the crime. At the scene of the Both crime. Both the torture and him making love to my baby girl, Octavia. So <laughs> Some is, bullshit. This was in the trailer. We had no idea why. And we talked to him about it. Why? And I was not expecting Echo to be the one. I to, was not either. To be the one torturing him. Yeah, and come on, Jason. Like, don't give it up. You've never been tortured before. Like, yeah. like you kill people, a couple people in front of you, and you're giving up all the information. Like, yeah, come on, soft. son. Bro, They're going to kill all of Bardo. He's he a is. disciple, man. He's Just weak. Just kidding. <laughs> and it's interesting, though, because Levitt's tied up. Oh, goes to un- untie him, and Clark's like, nope, don't. And she just kind of goes back yeah. and really trusting each other this episode. Yeah. Clark and O are following mm-hmm. each other's lead. Honestly, like, probably they shouldn't be because... Definitely shouldn't be. Right, but they really are. And especially because Clark has no idea that Octavia is 10 years older than she knew well, her before, 15 years, whatever it is. Let me just throw this quote at you that I saw online during a review of the episode. Now, I don't know if this is 100% true or not. I'm just reading a quote, and you guys can tell me because we're talking about the time of, like, when things have happened. So they're saying that when Clark and Octavia hugged, right? Mm -hmm. There's this is like sarcasm, obviously. They're saying Clark says, Octavia, I know just a few short weeks ago in my timeline, Bellamy poisoned and almost killed you because you had sentenced me to death, and then you put him in the fighting pits as punishment. But amazingly, we all survived, and then you helped him save my life, and now he's dead. I'm very sorry for the loss we both share. So, like, they're saying a couple weeks ago. Oh, like you're that's like a sarcastic quote. Like, yeah, that's sarcasm. Like, why are they trusting each other? Why are they hugging each other? It's because it's the uh, last season and we need to wrap these up. Yeah, yeah basically that. But they yeah. did it for me, honestly. Yeah. For me. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess they're just assuming like so much time's passed in the show. Well, they're saying like, yeah. three for weeks. us yeah. in terms of yeah, like right. episodes and seasons, but in the show, I mean, it's the same problem that we have. I'm like that we're going to say this right now with uh, One Piece that like <laughs> the, the chapters and the arcs take years in real world time but it happens over the course of a day in yeah. the story and yeah, it's like it in the context yeah it's hard to constantly remind yourself of that 
But hold on, back to our boy Levitt, because we did the first quote before that even scene where they try and unlock, um, untie him. He does have, like, a really good – he delivers that emotional part where they're like, what the hell happened, basically? And he's like, she, she killed two people in front of me and beat me up. And he's like, I broke. And I was, like, yeah. so sad. It was good, man. Jason, yeah, that great was good. Job. That was good. Yeah, yeah, he also has another great quote, but we'll we'll say that in a second. He gets super hyped when he notices Clark's there, and he's like, "The key has landed." Yeah, that's because like that's instilled in him. As, that's like, a disciple. Whole, in him, yeah. yeah, exactly. That just like came out. Then you know, like before they they go to unleash high or whatever, um, and then he tells the plan. He told Echo how to not only get Gem Nine, but what to do with it in order to, to you know, basically it. weaponize it. Then Raven starts getting all technical about it and starts saying, well, if they drop in there, the humidifier will make it airborne, whatever the quote is. And then what does he He say? He just says, like, Raven Reyes. Of course you would know that. Of course you would know that. That was so great. It's the same as Hope recognizing Clark and Raven. It's so, I mean, ugh. I love it. It's just like the equivalent of Gabriel finding out new science information. He's just like, that's like everything he cares about, like Mm -hmm. now because of Octavia. That was, I guess, the first episode we meet him. I think Jimmy says it on the podcast of, He's just us watching watching. the show, The 100. (laughs) So he's just a fan, and also Jason's a fan in real life, of watching the characters. I want there to be some sort of, like, Raven and Clark memoir where they go, how the fuck do these guys know us? How do these people recognize us? What the fuck? Everybody knows Clark Griffin in the galaxy. (laughs) Damn right. Truly, she is the key. But so then they're leaving like they're leaving and she wraps them back up yeah, Levin, really Levin makes, yeah Levin makes the plea because he genuinely just wants to stop echo go get some help from other disciples so that his whole people don't get massacred that's when uh octavia sandbags and without even kissing yeah him. Like, what the fuck was that it was yeah. sweet though also, she was like, they made some good they're content. going to stop echo and he agrees with them going to stop echo <laughs> so why not bring him along i don't get well, it uh, they just think that if he, they let him go, he's going to start telling people. Yeah, Even yeah, like yeah. they would but have to be they, watching him, like bring him with. Him. Not enough time for Octavia to convince them that he's good. I don't yeah. know. There's something. Clark's yeah. like this freaking guy. Kill him. I'm. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's not true. one of us. But I think we can officially say like a million percent. Levitt is evil is off the table. Off the table. Yes, yeah. I will he pretty swallow, much confirmed that for us. I will us. swallow that L. Yeah. yeah. That's another L. That's a nice slice of humble pie. I'm yeah. pretty sure I've Love had you, a lot of humble pie. <laughs> We're glad. Yeah, Jimmy's full of humble pie. <laughs> so Levitt's still alive. We're going to get him for another few episodes. I don't know if next episode is full belly. Well, no, he's but... de- he was in the trailer for next episode. So oh, yeah, J- saying so Jason's, he's uh, alive? Jason's yeah. definitely going to be well, in Well, he's there, cleaned up, too. Yeah. 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 All right. Now we're back to Stone Room Oh, wait. Also, three. I just want to say I wanted – I kind of wanted O to punch him again. <laughs> like, one more punch. For, for what reason? He's out. already beat up. Oh, <laughs> to knock him out. out. He's just tied like, up. We got to make it look sorry, good. Give wow. him a big kiss and just knock him the freak out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely great. a kiss first yeah, and then a knock a um, All right. So this takes us to the stone room for the last time of the episode. And I just thought it was important to point out because this talk, everything about Nyla, she's like – Doing like a little walk, like a playful, like mm-hmm. like if the police said walk in a straight line to check if you're DUI, she's doing she that. Was? The, yeah. yeah, she's yeah. doing that in the background, like you know, bored. Oh, she's bored. just being yeah, bored. Yeah, like, what the hell is this, yeah. man? Wait, Jordan, why didn't you point that out when we were watching? I was going to, but I think we were talking about something else. Uh. But yeah, so then Jordan's grinding over there, Monty style, looking at all the logs, like figuring out what he has to figure out, and <laughs> Nyla's just like in the background, like you know, yeah, it's a little weird. I'm happy you noticed that. Yeah, too, I definitely yeah. did. So you want to get into your Jordan thoughts? Kyle? Yeah. So Jordan, the son of Monty, and obviously, Harper, bro, and, and Harper, Harper. Uh, starts talking about how when him, Monty, and Harper were the only ones alive on the Allegis ship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that Monty forced him to learn Korean. He didn't want to do it, but Monty forced him mm-hmm. to do it. 
And he starts to explain how in the Korean language, um, he thought that every symbol, like it represents rather like a word and that the whole language would be a bunch of symbols, but each pen stroke can represent a word and a letter, things like that. So he believes that they decoded the Bardoan language wrong and explains that they would not know multi-word phrases like last war. They would interpret it wrong because they're thinking of the characters in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. So he basically says that it's not a war, it's a test. Mm -hmm. And Nyla the whole time, her peanut gallery is like not agreeing with him. Right. Saying like, you're only doing this because you don't want to believe what he thinks. And right. Jordan counterpunches with, well, he's doing the same exact thing. And I just love this. I've talked a lot of shit on Jordan. Right. This is a great Jordan episode. And I love that this is Monty once again from the grave this time yeah. helping save the world jordan I, needed this man yeah for sure he really but i did. love that monty bit yeah man like he's monty still is saving still, the gang yeah, still dude. contributing but monty out here saving later. the world while you're saying what nyla was saying like i had the out loud thoughts of what nyla was saying too like they've been studying this shit for hundreds of years how is Jordan just going to show up here and freaking decode something in five seconds and be like, oh, you're wrong? Yeah. I was a little like, he was speaking a little too confident about this theory that right. he just made up five also, minutes ago. Also, the guy who Gabriel is, when Gabriel's like first, his first day on the job, for lack of a better term, when he's asking like, when's the last time you guys figured something out? And it is an Asian guy who says, we figured out blah, 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 like before I was born. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, and like, you could... I mean, I don't know if that's a complete coincidence right. that they made it an Asian guy who, I mean, I could assume that he might know a language that's similar to Korean that right. is built off that same foundation of the pen stroke well, each matter. See, the, the thing is, like, if you think about it, the only people that could figure that out are the people that are during the time period of Earth because, like, Monty and stuff, because Korean, if it wasn't around hundreds of years it might what disappear as a language exactly. yeah i mean yeah know? that guy's how i'm generation yeah, so he away. probably doesn't he just That's knows point. That, you know so yeah. you know jordan getting it from monty you know if they didn't find out right away it could have just disappeared over the couple years or a couple hundred years and never yeah. a chance and it would again. make sense that there's only however many people the disciples that make the journey to bardo so let's just be efficient as possible. That's right. their whole motto, basically. So we're all using one language, all yeah, that kind of stuff. That's so that's how you would want to do yeah. it 1,000%. Makes sense. You're not worried about preserving yeah. I just, I just thought of that, that that was interesting, that it was an Asian man who says well, and he was also, working on the code-breaking team. And also, like, Second Dawn, like, going into the bunker, it's the only people that could make it in time, and you know they're all from America. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like, it would have to be – some random person that's like, oh, I know Korean. Well, too. Monty was from America. No, no, but what I'm saying is like, it has to be that random situation yeah. because yeah. like they're not having all these different cultures, like yeah, actual yeah. cultures. Like no one came from Europe or whatever. It's it's whoever could get there in time. I mean, did Second Dawn? Do we know if it if it, it was expanded that far? No, I think it was just the main bunker. Yeah, it yeah. Was just literally. Yeah, th I mean, what is it? Two years in the, the main bunker, and then they found the. That's stone what I'm saying. I mean, if there was other bunkers of Second Dawn. It wouldn't have mattered. Right. Exactly. Regardless, Jordan's right. Yeah, Jordan's definitely. Right. <laughs> Jordan's I'm definitely on team right. that he's and, right. And this reveal is awesome. I love a it. Test in the best way of a war. Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, good. so much. And better. that just opens up. That's Endgame. The test is literally Endgame. Who's taking the yeah. test? Yeah, and that, we'll talk about it later. Because now. we have been. Well, let's finish the scene because Gabriel comes yeah, in and, and changes. I just will say well, we have been arguing like, what the hell is the final war? Like, who are they fighting? But this is so much better that it's the judgment. That test. reminded me of something though, but because we were just because a couple episodes ago we talked about the because the whole thing was. 
they don't know who they're fighting. So I guess that just completely, now that we know it's a test or whatever, the final war is judgment day. Finally, we can just remove the third species off the table. Yeah, right. Yeah, but thankfully. They, they like alluded to that so hard for no reason because they weren't trying to trick Echo and Octavia into yeah. thinking there was a third, you know. Well, at that point, right. that's the knowledge that the people in the show have. It's the so narrative the that, that we have. Right. It's the narrative yeah. that there's some kind of war. We don't know who we're fighting, but you need to be ready for it. Yeah. They just like, so heavily implied that this, there was a species like on the planet. You know? Right, like, right. That was worth talking right. about, but thank God that they didn't take that route. Yeah. So and, to wrap the scene up, okay. um, Gabriel is curious, obviously. He says that if there's a test, then there's no way in hell that Bill could be the one to take it. Because Jordan does put forth the idea, like, should we tell them? Right. And he's like, no. Then he's like, explaining to me. So we get back into the, so my father's side of the family was Korean. Yeah. Right. And, that, and that, I like that. that part saved the, I was bitching a little bit earlier on purpose, just to bring it up again, where I was saying, like, why is Jordan so confident in what he just did? Gabriel had the same thought as me and walked up. He's like, all right, you got to show me. Like, you know, like I'm not just taking this at face value. Right. Start showing me what you're saying. Um, so that was like a really well, you know, Gabriel moment. That's like old Gabriel before we start yeah. shitting on a mid-season. Well, I, I mean, did, but... this this episode, I wrote in my notes, Luke's boy's back. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I like his line. He said, if there's a test to decide the fate of the human race, Bill Cadigan should not be the one to yeah. take right. it. Yeah. This, I wrote at the end of this, my notes for this episode, I was like, this was a great Gabriel episode for mm -hmm. sure. Great for um, all great the Jordan guys. episode. Uh, Jordan. This is an A Jordan episode. It's yeah. not an A plus because Gabriel comes back and he says like "What's up" or whatever, and Jordan goes, "I'm a genius." Yeah. So, do we want to do test talk now, or do we want to finish out the episode then we'll do test? Because this is this is that. Let's do test talk. All right, let's do test talk. So, my first thought obviously was like, "Is it gonna be Clark?" How could it not be Clark? It's gotta be Clark, but like, I don't want it to be Clark. Team Honestly, Raven. With all this drama. With everything, it might not be Clark. They might have been like, fuck off. So I, I was reading something about people saying, like, we obviously don't know what the test is, but isn't it funny that she already kind of took the test, a test, in season three with Allie, Becca, and her pulling the lever when she goes into the, the City of Light? Mm -hmm. You know, she has a situation where she's trying to take a test between the two, like, humanity versus Allie's version of it. Is that a test? Well, I mean, you know, you, you pick a side and you pull a lever or you don't, like. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but right. based on how we saw Becca Prometa in the prequel episode directly react to what she saw, I don't think it's going to be that cut and dry. Like, it's going to be more of, like, represent your species or well, I'm going to wipe another... you out as, like, another higher entity. You well, know? that's another thing is, like, I guess you can just r roll out, too, if you don't, don't want to take the test. Because Becca was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, well, she got pulled back, and then she was just like, we're not ready, which totally makes sense with what we learned this episode. She's like, we're not ready. Like, we're not ready for the test, especially not you. So referring to Bill, meaning you can, like Gabriel's saying, you cannot be the one that does this for humanity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gabriel would love that he had the same thought process as Becca. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, he would love well, that. Well, he had a major crush on her. Yeah, he does on his wiki. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> ridiculous. Just says his relationship to Becca, like huge crush. <laughs> That's all it says. Um, yeah. So I, I guess you're right. I don't, now I don't like that as much because she did go through. As yeah. A representative, she went in and then she came back and, and she should be the representative of the right. species. I would love for Becca to be, to represent me. Okay. <laughs> as long as it's not Allie, you know? Yeah, okay. I mean, so I'm going to jump in and I'm going to say that I think Raven's going to take the test. I like that idea. Because Raven is, you just said Becca Promheda should be the one to take the test. Raven is our Becca Promheda now. For sure. Because, especially now, because Raven has done something where she, you know, has killed people and feels terribly about it and feels like she needs to have right. some type of retribution, which is 
obviously what she did is not on the same level as destroying the entire earth. Right. But she has that experience now where she's been on the other side of morality. And, you know, I think it's important that the person that takes the test isn't just, you know, living a life of roses and all that kind of stuff. Right. Obviously, Raven has had difficulties besides that. But I mean, now that she's been through that. In yeah. that camp, you know, like really genius people and just in general, you know, who would have been a really fun character to keep around? Josephine Lightborn. Oh she would God. have been yeah. really effing it up for us in a good way. Like, she was such a good addition to Six. I was so sad that she yeah. couldn't possibly survive it. But fuck, would she have been dope in this season, just wreaking havoc and yeah. being, like, another genius side and, like, challenging Gabriel. But anyway, I, well, I mean, obviously... Yeah, I we don't even know what the test is. Yeah. Like, we don't know what the question... If there's... Like, what it is. But, I mean, I was reading, like, what if it's Jordan taking the test? Because, mm-hmm. nope. you no, know, like, please. Jordan being Monty, do better kind of same thing. thing like with Hope, then. That's the same thought process. Well, Hope behind. isn't ready. I mean, Jordan, the people were saying it's Jordan because he's the, like, the offspring of Monty who was, like, pure. God, what a quick way for me to hate this show. Yeah, yeah that would be I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just throwing Jordan shit out It has to be someone that's been It's got to be an OG it's gonna character, be, if Clark I'm, I would be, I'm very confident that's going to be either Clark or Maddie. I don't right, I was going to say Maddie. Yeah, I, I was going to say Maddie as my guess, yeah. Clark or Maddie, my no. long shot dream, which I know won't happen, is obviously Shade Hada. And my long shot dream that could potentially happen is Murphy. Yeah, I like the Murphy Yeah, one. Murphy would I be would, dope. I would They're say... Raven in that ring as a very yeah, big I'm saying I want Murphy and Raven. Sure. I don't want to be a basic bitch and pick Clark. So. I would say that if you're not doing the Clark guess, that I would put Murphy up there as a, as one of the top, like, choices, honestly. I, I don't think, it's, I don't think it's that far-fetched. Same of, yeah, same I don't think that's it. far-fetched. If it's Judgment Day, throw Murphy up there, man. He's already that been is, judged. That's what I'm I mean, saying, that's, that's, that's I, I also, death. like, literally, he just had the, the situation where he saw hell, like, quote-unquote, yeah. and, you know, he did face a quote-unquote Judgment Day. Okay, I go with Murphy, then. And he could have grown from that time, which he absolutely has, and they yeah. did him important they they specifically wrote lines this episode which we've already brought up that make it seem like murphy is like solidifying his character growth like what amori was saying about him and how he i don't know i i what, I is, just, what if it's picasso that takes oh this? my god he comes through and they're like look at this good boy yeah. oh my god this the race human race is awesome. you're saved yeah, yeah. No, only saves dogs <laughs> right right <laughs> like look at this good boy like, yeah. bellamy's off the table because fuck that yeah. that would yeah. suck okay, holy shit yeah, yeah no bellamy's just as bad as like i don't know anyone like he cannot be an option anymore because of what the show has been this season um who else right. like obviously it's not going to be any of the it's not gonna be like nyla trey. or or uh trey, <laughs> trey. <laughs> that's where it's trey is miller it's gonna be someone bigger like you're saying like murphy and raven are on the table indra I'm saying maybe it's a season no. one character so it's either clark it has to be raven or murphy you're removing maddie from contention god i'd rather clark than maddie me too, but I still think it's they're, what they're handing out with Maddie is she has to do something that's like as Maddie, yeah, like the like the better like you're saying that Jordan is the better not the better version of Monty, but you know the offspring, offspring of Monty. Of the, Maddie is like the better version of Clark. He like like Jordan represents Monty, meaning pureness, like you know always doing the right thing or you know the good in people. Um, I just honestly feel like it's one of those things where. It's Clark, and we're just thinking too much about yeah, it. Yeah, it's going to be Clark. I yeah. think it's going to be Clark. But I do – I mean, I think going up your purity thing, I think it has to be someone that has a little bit of both. Yeah. You have to have a yeah, little bit no, of a darkness I mean, to have that full human experience. 
Levitt. Think, yeah. Oh. And at this point, man, I'm thinking if this is Azura's eye where it's no one, I'm kind of upset about it. Like they could be where it's just going to lead up to this and we're just not going to get. And we don't even know like what the test means. Like, yeah. so what? If you fail a test, just humankind gets is... wiped out. That's what I'm taking. I mean, that would be like that ending wouldn't like That's what I'm have saying. someone fail. Like, don't like, hate it. Have, it. And have Shade hate it or really, yeah. fails, then it's over. That would be the end. Yeah. Show stinks. All right, we're gonna have more conversations on this as the episodes go on. Yeah. So, any final thoughts? Because I think we covered nah, all. Of now we're hitting there. this final scene. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. All right, so Echo's revenge. Echo is fully committing genocide. <laughs> um, she's bananas. She's ready to drop this little gem nine into the water supply, which will then kill all the Bardoans. Everyone's trying to convince her not to. Octavia starts it off saying that there's good people on Bardo. Uh, Echo says, who, Levitt, mm-hmm. he, who stole your memories, and this is all of his fault, the reason why all this is happening, which is a little harsh on our boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just doing his job. He don't know. Then Clark jumps in and says, and trying to convince her not to, saying it's not what Bellamy would have wanted. She's like, you don't know what Bellamy would have wanted. Like, looking at Clark and Octavia, who, of course, I mean, Echo did spend a lot of time. We keep missing those, like, six years. But, like, those two might know about yeah. it. Yeah, that's an absurd line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe say that to Hope or something, but not yeah. not uh, our girls. Yeah. yeah, and then Clark has some really good lines, like, once you make a choice like this, it stays with you. And uh, Echo comes back with another great line saying, you take lives to save the people you love. I'm not doing this for love. It's for vengeance. Pure like, and simple. This is pure vengeance. Pure and simple. Yeah. This is vengeance. Like, damn, mic drop. Yep. Clark could not do it. And then our girl. Raven. Raven. I am so glad they gave this to her. Like, just like what to. I said, that six years, we we didn't get any of it visually. We didn't get any <laughs> real scenes. Yeah. Um, I will say that does, that makes it feel a little forced. No, I, I mean, I liked it. I mean, I've been looking for Raven to get more intense scenes like this. And she said, Echo, you're my sister. My sister wouldn't do this. And even that wasn't stopping Echo. I, I also think that if you been one, the season's done and you binge it all. The scene with Clark and Raven, where basically Clark is in on the car, is is consoling Raven, will have bigger impact. Meaning, like Clark helped Raven realize, you know, like you got to control your mo, like you know, all the, getting over what she did, and mm-hmm. now she's like healed from that, and now she's trying to help Echo. So I think that scene's a little bit more. This this makes that scene a little bit more powerful, like Clark and Raven's girl out moment too. So, but it was awesome. Like Raven just did a good job. I thought both of them the acting sold me so well i'm like yes they are sisters they're my sisters as well <laughs> uh i i thought lindsey morgan and tassia both killed the mm-hmm. scene and then so it took raven saying if you drop that i'm not leaving mm-hmm. like you're killing me too and that's what broke echo yeah. which is good i mean again she was gonna kill everybody so yeah. nothing could get in her way until of course it's gonna kill one of her people she i loved. really like the uh the agony scream just yeah. to piggyback on the is it Ta- Tasia? Tasia? Tasia. Tasia. Uh, Tasia yeah, Tons. that was really nice. Yeah. And then that pretty much, she hands over the vial to Dioza. Yeah, Dioza just steps up immediately and is like, give me that. Mistake, yeah. because Ander- Anders walks in right after, and she just like, you know, like they, they talk back and forth, and she's like, we're sorry, like, here's the vial. Right away, like too quick, way right. too quick. Just hands it over to Anders. That's all your leverage right, right there. Right. Okay, so let's not skip the fact that Anders comes in hot and is yeah. pissed. You're yeah. you're seeing him absolutely lose his cool, obviously, because she's trying to commit genocide. They already found three dead uh, disciples. Like, this is completely he, justified. He is 
trashing them. He's like, you yeah. guys are. I don't have any you of the quotes written down because animals. I was. You're animals. You disgust me. Like you're you're going off of your emotions for the people. Like one versus the many. Like yeah. whatever that all is. And oh my god, I couldn't write anything down because I was like, it was you, all justified. You how Anders was saying all that stuff. Of course, like they were just about to murder every single person he's ever known ever. Miller's like pretty brave saying that yeah. in front of some armed animals right yeah. here. Like, Dios is like, ah, settle nah, down there, buddy. She, get, she gives even it. more of a reason why well, because- Dios shouldn't have given over the right away she knew that's leverage yeah yeah what the fuck are you doing but i did think it was hot when miller says that it's like one versus the many and then dios is like we're not alone in mm-hmm. here and that that was hot because yeah. I, I honestly wasn't even thinking about it i was like this is pretty no, i knew we had yeah. people with him i was ah, look at you I, I had to get one w yeah one w. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean i have a five minute uh actual thing to talk about how mm-hmm. i knew that there was people behind him if you want me to go at it right now. Hit it. No, I'm kidding. I was oh, just saying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we were letting you let you have the floor. Like, saving this? You didn't t- talk to like, us What seas were planet that I made? I have a five-minute explanation why I knew they were invisible right behind him. Because it's happened like six <laughs> times this season. True. Um, but this is – this is. We get, the, we get the dope threat before we get the crazy scene, which is when, you know, he – Anders says, like, okay, this is what's going to happen, basically. We're going to put Echo – on penance she's going to serve years. a 20 year sentence which is going to be nothing for us it's going to be like a day at most and she's going to die there if you don't put the code if you don't use the key to put the code into the stone crazy threat mm-hmm. Insane so threat. fucking real yep <laughs> like oh and my then God, yeah. hope goes how about you die right now so sick like i mean i hope i wish the next thing didn't happen because yeah. her just slicing yeah. his throat and then catching it is like Assassin's one fell swoop yeah, yeah so like good. so awesome and then just that freaking track style grab the baton run straight yeah through. and like they had like the the entire way they shot the scene changed like yeah. they had like lights yes. on the ground like they were super up in their faces it it did feel a little it was weird so good and then it turned so yeah. unnecessary also so i could be wrong here but she cuts him with a knife from the right with her right hand. She does like this, yeah. And then she catches the Gem 9 with her right hand too, right? I don't know about that. Yeah. Well, she's, yeah. Like she's probably – Slice, throw. Yeah. Because the, the hand came out, and I didn't think it was Hope's hand to catch it because I was like, she – and then it was her. I yeah, was like, what? I, right. <laughs> I was honestly thinking, okay, who's catching it? Who's catching it? It's a long scene for the it still being in the air, and then I was like – this thing hits the ground. What are we doing? Yeah, right. But so she catches it. Obviously, she goes to do that drip drip over there. And Dioza just, mm. why on earth? Why on this freaking earth would she do that? But Well, we know we- why she would do that. Why would Hope do what she did is yeah. the question. Because we Hope know why Dioza would do it. She's saving bitch, everybody. Man. Why is Hope not? There was like four scenes throughout the season where everyone was telling you, grow the hell up. Yeah. Like, you don't know anything. You've known three people your whole life. Like grow up and then so reckless. It's she one thing to cry. It's one thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing to, to you, slash Hope. Anders like on a whim. Okay. It's another thing to take the vial and just start gunning it for the, mm-hmm. for the thing to kill everybody. I mean, yeah, maybe talk to them first. Be like, should we, what should we do with this? We yeah. got it now that we'll make every, all the disciples stand down. No, let's just fucking. You truly run. cannot forget how, Hope doesn't know anything about anything. When she's yeah. feeling this need for revenge, she hasn't lived a life like everyone else has. Like Clark is explaining, like you can get through grief. You can get right. like certain things. But everything she does know has been instilled to her through Octavia and Dioza. Yeah, it's madness. It truly really is madness. Plus, I just love Hope. And plus I'm really years of, of Echo, Gabriel, Orlando, Dev. 
and Dev. Yeah, like all these people, like when these people that you've been growing up your whole life are telling you to chill the hell out, you, what, what is telling you that you think you know? I don't know. I just yeah, don't it's like It's very anything. frustrating that it takes this, we hope. To make her but it's no for her to, to actually turn the corner and be mature. Yeah. yeah it seemed like like I mean, watching, if she, I mean there's literally two she, ways she can go. Yeah. She can go fully off the off the rails or she could turn the corner. She's gonna turn the corner for sure. And it's just like this wouldn't have this death, I loved it in the moment. I was like, cool, like we yeah. finally got a death, but it would have been better if Indra was our big death of the seat of the episode. I agree yeah, fully. I, like we before, need death. Before like, we get oh. to the impact, let's first talk about how awesome the crystallization actually was. Yes. I mean, besides any, anything, that Amazing was animation. sick. And yeah. especially because a prior episode, Anders takes them up to show what the actual world looks like with everything crystallizing. Mm -hmm. Like literal native Bardoans just stu is stuck in time. Yeah. Like sit standing there, frozen solid. So cool. And the just the all the way up mm -hmm. the body. And she said, do not waste this little one. Yeah. Be better than I am. And my like, question right away was like, if it moved that fast, like Gem 9 taking over any living like form near it, why would they have survived an hour or two on the surface? Like when Levitt was sending them up there, that seems like instant death the second you're within range. Yeah, well, she touched it. Oh, I guess that could be it. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't take, like, they were saying the humidification process or whatever that whole thing right. would take time. Yeah, Enough I, I'm assuming time to that. Get out, but she not, touched the literal substance, which yeah. is just insane. And it spread, you know. Because, yeah. I mean, you Something can see I also it. just thought of is that now, if they have any issues with the water system, they can't fix it, right? Or am I thinking too deep? What do you mean? Oh, because the water system yeah, is if in the there. Yeah, the whole, like the water pipes the whole place. There, so like, <laughs> if they have an issue with the water system, like, can they fix it now? I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, the water thing is still open. Nah, the they whole... shut it. No, they shut it. Oh, they did. Yeah, Dio they shut just it. shuts it right away. Oh, yeah. good. She catches, shuts She's it. smart. Yeah, that yeah. Dio is Love that. Oh, okay, God. so let's talk about... So another cool thing, Anders just gets eaten up by it too. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Um, Hope, really good acting, sobbing. Octavia walking out yeah, yeah so i mean she is just like mom mom it's heart right i mean she's gonna the implications of this is hope is gonna be trash for the rest of the series because and i fucking love you shelby i have loved hope we all have but how is she ever gonna come back from killing mm. her mom not enough episodes jesus what a question monty did it yeah, Monty but no, that's I know, it I was know. another I know. choice yeah. and she, he was when they when he was like so my mom my mom could have like when they took the thing out of Raven, he was like, "Yeah, damn it." Yeah, well, see, not a, yeah, not only is it she's gonna be like destroyed that she just killed her mom, but also everyone's gonna be like, "What the hell?" Yeah, who is gonna that was like, so Octavia's reckless? Gonna be the only one that vouches for her, but seriously, I don't know. So we can call it an episode, right? That was amazing. Well, yeah, one I mean, thing, there's a couple things we need to talk about, but yeah. yeah, one thing I wanted to bring up is there was an interview with Dio's um, actress after this episode aired and she actually said that Dioza was going to die in season five. Like she was actually supposed to die at the end of that season. She was only supposed to be a quick, like full blown terrorist, bad guy, one done villain. And then she got pregnant for real. And then Jason decided, well, let's make that a story. And, wow. and literally it kept her. And she says, my son coming into this world gave me three years of awesome work on an awesome show. That's wow. Amazing. And that turned into, Hope, Hope in yeah. season seven. That's yeah. insane. I All right, Jason. Dioza, I can't believe the transformation because I did not love Dioza in oh five. Gosh, she was, yeah. a, of course, just what's her uh, the baby daddy's name? Uh, McCreary. 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 So she would have been McCreary, basically. Yeah. They both would have died. Yeah, exactly. That's what she said. Yep. 
Yeah, like he she could have just been McCreary, someone who had to die in that Thank season. God. And she then, was awesome. oh my God, I I will rewatch. I can't wait to rewatch Seven and just love all those early penance scenes mm-hmm. with them. I mean, incredible. Yeah, don't waste this little one. Don't waste <laughs> this little one. I love little one. So, but well, oh, and her before color, we do one. Van Kilmer, we this this is warrants us talking about the trailer for next episode at least yeah. a little bit. So. Obviously, we all know as fans of the hundred, Bellamy mm. has been noticeably absent throughout this entire season, except for like two scenes, right? right. His death scene and the ring flashback scene, mm-hmm. and the f- very first scene of the, right. or maybe the second scene, whatever, in the very beginning. So what we get in the trailer is we obviously, you know, it's a big reveal. It's Bellamy. It's going to be Bellamy's episode. We're going to finally find out what he's been up to. And we kind of talked about it forever. I, I remember bringing it up in the episode when you see the training. Sorry, when you see Levitt's angels getting trained in the flashback mm-hmm. and they're in the classroom, mm-hmm. first part of that scene is, right. is Anders Maybe. talking mm-hmm. about the, 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 fifth, uh, the fifth planet, right. the, the sixth, technically the sixth planet in the system called Etheria, which is the name of the next episode. And, you know, the only information we got out of it was, like, it was basically just a huge mountain. The shepherd, that the shepherd climbed it. That the shepherd climbed. Oh, like, shit. Yeah. Time dilation is Bellamy the real shepherd? I was going to say. What? That's insane. No, but I was going to say the time dilation. I, yeah. What the fuck was I, that? I, <laughs> oh, why not? He climbs the mountain. Time dilation. He's Bill Cadigan. Him. Yeah. No, crazy. what I was going to say, time dilation, which they could have done really cool, <laughs> is if Etheria was really. Like, Wait, you're going to have to start that over. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> what I was going to say, a cool time dilation would have been if Etheria was on a really fast time dilation and Bellamy was like an old man. Well, see, people were, people were thinking that. And yeah, I mean. Like, if he just had white ass hair, I that would have taken all the like, Bellark. All the Bellark. <laughs> people would have been uh, like they're gonna blow up i know i think you're know. actually the only person that wanted that because i heard like everyone was was like if that's it we riot like yeah you know i'll take any sort of crazy plot twist yeah. with a grain no, of salt. what they like, would do is just send there. clark to penance for like a minute she ages 20 years send her back now they're the same age then they're good well like the funny thing is in the trailer you see that the person that he's with and trying to survive with is the guard that was trying to kill him the disciple oh i didn't even yeah really they, they both get sucked in together when the yeah, thing yeah, yeah. When so people were making right. jokes that yeah we get to see more bellamy and that guard than we got to see bellamy and echo on the ring or like you know yeah more, really it's true. like like it's meaningful exactly, relationships yeah. that we care in, about it's important least. to know that we do also get levitt a little bit in the trailer so i don't think it's going to be a solo bellamy episode i, I don't think we not. have enough time for that i don't need him to be climbing a mountain for a full episode yeah, yeah, yeah like, for real because I mean, it looks like he's literally climbing a mountain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I really don't. Stone need might a be on the very, Bellamy. very top of it or something. Like I don't know what they're. He gonna looks do up with it. to see the, the the green anomaly light. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be a thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm excited for it, but I need more. I need the rest of the storylines to move forward as well. I don't want to just yeah. do another yeah. full episode. We only have six left. I'm yeah. upset. This is a point I made when we rewatched, and a point we've made before is that how the hell are the Sanctum storyline and the Bardo storyline ever going to converge? I don't know. They have to go home. That's the thing. Are they going to just go home, take care of Shade Hayda, and then go back no, to the end game? Be, like, it's gonna, no, it's not yeah. going to be taking I mean, one it, out maybe. the other. Maybe. Yeah, because, I mean, they have a stone on Sanctum, so they can take the test from Sanctum. Yeah. Okay, now it's time for Bank Kill Mary. We're doing it Nightblood style. Luna. Antari and Josephine Lightborn. Does it go on? I love this one. Yeah. I, I, I can go first. Full disclaimer: I just had to refresh my memory on who Luna was. Right. Yeah. So I can go first. I'm gonna marry Josephine Lightborn. I love her. That's not good for you. 
and your psyche. I don't care. She's abusive, man. She's like, <laughs> everyone knows I'm obsessed with Clark and she basically like is Clark yeah. to me. So love that. She's super cool. And then I am going to bang on Tari. Mm. Um, mostly because I love her in real life and she's dating Richard Harmon aka Murphy in real life and I love that about her and then I'm going to kill Luna only because she was like pretty sassy and opinionated the whole time and I don't really need that yeah she's I'm a jumping right off that because I'm doing the same order and pretty much the same reasonings you know like I, you can't marry Antari because it's just how she treats Murphy like <laughs> chains him she, up she's like a you know like you're never going to have a good relationship with Antari and then you know, we kind of just talked to refresh who Luna was. Like, she had no interest in preserving, like, the human race. Like, she wanted everyone to die in Prime Fire because they basically deserved it, whatever. She's a pretty shitty person. She didn't help them in the alley season either, so I'm killing her. And Josephine's a bae, and um, I love her. So, so you're doing the same. I'm doing the same. So thing. it's funny because I would say all the way up to the end of season three, I would marry Luna because I, even though she didn't help them, her whole thing was – you know, I don't kill anymore. You know, like the blood must not have blood. I, you know, Lincoln loved her. Like, not loved oh, her, true. but you know what That's I mean? That's a good one. They're best friends. Yeah. I mean, she got jaded. But, at you know, up until the point that she got jaded, I think she was very marriable. Gosh. I'm going to – I'm marrying Luna, dude. I'm going to marry Luna because I'm going to change her back to what she was like <laughs> in season three. I'm going to – God, the other two are – I'm going to bang Josephine. Yeah. And – Antari's very good looking. Bro, oh, wow. I'm I know. Shy. I actually, I just like blew my own mind saying that. <laughs> but I couldn't marry Josephine or Antari, so I had to go a little weird there. That's so funny because I was like trying to refresh what Antari looked like, and you're like, dude, she's so hot. <laughs> All right, Kyle, give me So, your... last but not least, um, I am going to marry Josephine because Josephine's hot. <laughs> and uh, that's a crazy life. And my boy, Gabriel dealt with that so i think i can handle it <laughs> yeah, she's also like genius level just like yeah. them i mean she's a little cray cray but worst she's... comes to worst we get divorced and also <laughs> also your father-in-law is jr born so that's a win true we out here yeah um and we're talking original face josephine what who else yeah. will we be talking i'm about clark's face josephine as well uh, boy will we i'm the chosen one so i can handle it yeah. um and then bang i will bang luna because i just i've said this before on the bang kill marry bang for me Pillow talk weighs heavy on the banging, and Luna is a very interesting character. She has a very interesting thought process about a lot of things, like Jimmy talked about with her past, how her thoughts have changed, and then that just means I'm going to kill Antari. Yeah, now that you guys are saying that, I agree, but it's fine. We don't even get – we barely get anything. Antari just slaughters a bunch of kids to be the yeah. freaking – gets brain hot. damage from Jaha. Aiden was going to be <laughs> yeah. the new uh, – has, uh, has her heart pumped. My yeah. I love that. That's also, for Luna, love. that's when they fell in love. I kind of want to go hang out on the, the oil rig. The rig. Yeah, that's exactly. true. I kind of regret what I said, but it's okay. All right. All right. That is the episode. If you like what you heard, give Binge Down TV a follow on Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our show on Spotify and the Apple Podcast app. Next up, we got episode 11 titled Etheria with that boy, Bob Morley. Thanks for finally showing up, buddy. We also have two Binge With Us series following the series Spartacus and the Netflix series Cursed. Have an amazing day and thanks for listening. Russa stayed down. I done fragged him up on a fig Ada. <laughs>